Some films are mediocre Some films aren't good or bad Some films won't win an Oscar Globe, BAFTA, or a SAG You like those flicks? Come get your fix In a podcast called Mixed Bag Kia ora. Kia ora. And welcome to Mixed Bag Where we review the mixed, muddled, meh, mediocre And midnight films oh. of film history Wow, it works on so many levels I know Oh we're not quite at midnight yet, but it's no, it's a later one, but record. it's not not that late. And listener, we are well. Recording it's a cursed this. hour for sure. It's very cursed. <laughs> yes, yeah, not... we are we are recording this as the election results roll in yes. for the twenty twenty three New Zealand yeah, general right election, it and it's looking quite bad yep. for us. Ugh. Yeah, you will know hopefully the full story by Monday, um, but it always kind of depends. But yeah. right now, look, we'll just right hope now, for the best. We'll hope for the best. <laughs> But exactly. it seems like Wishful the best thinking. might be the best of bad bunch, which yeah. is not a great way to be. Yeah. Oh, but well. it's not all about politics, people. We hope you did your civic duty. It's really important. Yes. Um, but uh, there's also the, the civic duty of being entertained. Well, it's not a civic duty. It's a... It's a so fun a part duty, of life. A duty to yourself. Yeah. And your entertainment Never actually delved self. into the phrase civic duty. Yeah, you probably can't just compare no. that to entertainment. But no. Yeah. Well, it is to me. Yeah. <laughs> we ordain it. We yeah. make it mandate, make it fact <laughs> that you entertain yourselves with some pop culture in Pop Corner. Pop, 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 pop corner. We took a couple of turns to get there. Yeah, we got there. Yeah, it was a long, long road. Yeah. But some roads are worth going down. All right. And that's the kind of metaphor you might get from a certain artist that is one of the business businesswomen, business people in all the world. Oh, right, yes. One of the business right women. now. She is one of the business women. Yeah. And she, you know her bread and butter, you know her, 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 her craft, her tools, it's metaphor, it's narrative, it's simile. Heard of her? Simile? Yeah. yeah. Miss yeah. Simile. No, I have heard of her, Miss... Taylor Swift. Uh, yeah. yeah so, so we saw the Eras tour not live, but in cinemas. It would have so, been pretty hard to see a Look, live. literally. Yep. So we have this recording right now. You're listening to the recording of our episode of Van Helsing. Mm-hmm. We did a back-to-back. We did. We did the double bill. A Everyone's double wanting. Feature. You know, <laughs> what he's talking about. We know the Van Harris tour <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah. is what everyone is popping off exactly. to see this week. Yeah, okay. Hashtag Van Harris is all over the place. Cass, do you want to do your wonderful joke? Uh, yeah, from 1889 to 1989. <laughs> Here we go. Um, but yeah, so, so yes, we saw the Eras tour. Uh, I realized upon walking in that I didn't know enough that many Taylor Swift songs. But Not think, as many as I thought that I, I did. I think we would all say we're Swifties. I would I'm say not. I'm a Swiftie. I actually not, would not say I'm a Swiftie. I would not say I'm a Swiftie. I'm just a fan I think of you're music. a Swiftie. So what's the demarcation? It's, You're it's, in the fandom. Uh, look, of honestly, Swift, I you know? feel like Swift... is that like finding all the clues, Mister Snowman, Mister Detective, rather? I feel like it's a self-identification. Yeah, mm. you can if, be a Swiftie if you want. I personally am not. Like, I'm a fan of Taylor Swift, but I, I don't think I'm even a fan of Taylor yeah, Swift. But I wouldn't call myself a Swiftie. Like, <laughs> I, don't know, I, mm, I was I don't know the most off book out of everyone. Yeah. yeah, but I would like that is me at like maybe a seven at a music concert. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. am not crying to the music. I'm not yeah. like right. You know, I don't think I'm. 
a Swifty either then. I think I like a fair amount of her albums. Yeah. Not yeah. a fair amount. I think I, I like Taylor Swift and I think she's an interesting singer-songwriter. I, I think she's a good songwriter. I don't like Taylor Swift, but I think she's a good songwriter. Yeah. Oh. I find her personally quite annoying. She's Bob Dylan 2.0 really... for you. No, I don't like, I don't dislike Bob Dylan. Okay. It's my mum. Oh, uh, yeah. But you prefer him as a... me with my mother. Oh my no, God. no, I'm just saying, I know a lot of people find Bob Dylan's songwriting to be better than his singing. Oh, yeah, yeah, but it's not about her singing so much. I mean, her singing is not, like, amazing, but it's perfectly good. Mm. But I think her stage persona is, mm. like, annoying to me. Like, I think she, as a person, it's kind of annoying. Her persona, her, like, stage presence on this tour, not into it. I think Sorry so. if people listening to this being of, like, wow, cancelled cast. But, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, just not into it. It kind of her. varies for me. Like, I do find her quite annoying, and I feel yeah. like she's so white sometimes. She's so corny. Every she's time she so... does a spoken word bit in the middle of one of her songs, I'm like, please, how is anyone allowing you to do this <laughs> yeah. again? Like, you've it's already done it cringy. and failed so many but times. I also love, there's something about her being a mean girl that appeals to me. Like, <laughs> she denies it, but I'm like, girl, just own it. Like, mm. that's why my favorite era is the reputation era. The snake era. The, the snake era. can't come to the phone because she's dead era. Yes, yeah, it's absolutely. Because she kind of just, like, embraces being, like, mean, a, a bad girl. Yeah. yeah. And it's, 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 not, it's an era that every pop star has, her mm. bad girl era. Mm. And she kind of, like, she owned it. She nailed it. Well, me. like, she I had, think, before yeah. that, she had, like, bad blood, right? That was she was in, her big beef with, it's 1989. Yeah, with, 1989. Um, Katy Perry, right? Yeah. Katy Perry? Um, where it kind of feels like it's kind of a bit put on and it's a bit fake. You know, it's like playful, like, oh, we're having a feud. But Reputation actually feels like genuinely like <laughs> kind of some fuck well, you energy. I think she was still at that stage in her career where she was just like, I'm a nice girl. What are you talking about? I'm right. not mean. Yeah. I'm just like this. She's still subscribed to the image of her as like the perfect pop star. Mm. And she, in so many ways, she's still that calculated girl. And mm. even honestly, her bad girl era is a bit still calculated. Yeah. Oh, I feel like she feels very calculated. Yeah. But I think that's one of actually her assets. But I think that's very exactly, like controlled yeah. and detail And that's kind oriented. of why I like the reputation era because she's just like, you know what? Let me own this. Yeah. The way I can. Mm. Um, yeah, I felt like everything yeah. that was planned about this concert, I really liked. I really liked the set design. I thought mm. the projection design was great. The choreography, like, really, you know, she she's not a dancer. She's so having not. lots of dancers around her in a way that doesn't yeah. make her look like we talked about in the Katy Perry documentary that we saw. Yeah. Katy tries to do the dancing with it and it just shows off how yeah, bad I, a dancer she is. I didn't actually notice Taylor doesn't that try that stuff. She, she no. uses the skills that she can do and she uses the skills of others to like, you mm. know, Enhance create the space has, yeah. in a really skillful way. And I give her credit. That's three hours long. Yeah, three exactly. Three hours of performing. In order to sustain that performance, you have to like sometimes take it easy and like, yeah. you know, use the tricks and that you've got. And she sounds largely it. pretty good. Like She yeah. sounds good. I yeah. think it's because a lot of it is pre-recorded mixed yeah. with live. Like, you know, it's not like all live vocal. But mm. when she does need to have live vocal, she's got enough in the tank for those moments mm. that she can do it because yeah. she's holding back. And I think it's it's because it's she's not bringing herself raw out there. It's all very calculated and very yeah. composed mm. that she can do something like a three-hour concert. And I think, like, even though she's not doing the most demanding choreography, I think she was really working the crowd and working the camera in terms of, like, yeah, calculated kind of looks and hip thrusts and stuff. So I think, is, like, her yeah. persona as a goofball and kind of being a little cringe... I think sometimes works for me. Like, it's kind of, you know, obviously the goofball stuff is probably planned, but it's like her, 
it, it being so like, oh my God. This is literally is... the thing though, James. It's like, I'm saying like, I think stuff like the set and the costumes and like having the microphones all matching the different areas yeah. and all of the dances, yeah. that stuff I thought was good. Whenever she tries to be genuine and honest, hated it. I, think, <laughs> I hate right. when she's looking at the crowd. I hate when her crowd look. Like, I hate her, her chat. Also, I think when she's being I think adorkable, looks, when she's trying to be adorkable, yeah. it feels a little put on. It's so like, put I'm on. so relatable. I feel like whereas, it's... Whereas I think Katy Perry, that's genuinely someone genuine who's trying to be funny yeah. and think um, she's funny. Whereas Taylor, I think when Kat Taylor does it, it's a bit like, I'm a normal girl. Yeah. I'm just yeah. like you guys. But, but she's so totally practiced. not because she's yeah. put yeah. like this level of effort and thought but I and do, like I do find her relatability um, in her music. I, mm. Well, I mean, the thing that I find... songwriting is... Her songwriting is really yeah. good. But just touch briefly back on the, like, set stuff. Like, it gives strong, like, theatre kid kind of energy. Oh, of just, like, Absolutely. wanting to prove yourself Forsh. 100%. Yep. Which is, I think we can all kind of relate to, like... like I mean, I also think, yourself. like, she feels like she is creating theatre that she has to be the star of. Mm. And I'm actually really interested to see, like, I know Patrick Williams has that whole video about how he thinks that she's going to move into film directing. Well, and she, I'm like, she 100% yeah. well, she, well, she yeah. has a bit, but I mean, like, and she's not, like, directed a feature or anything. Yet. Not, not yet, not but yet. But I think she's she will. got one in the works. I think yeah. she'll write a musical at some point as well. I don't I think it'll be the it. best, with, but so, I think well, she will definitely do I it. I could also see, well, she's going to write a musical with her original characters as well. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. I don't think she's going to, I don't think she's going to want to, I think people not, approach her I don't her and think say, not quite those people, but no. maybe a new yeah. universe. I think I th- I, what I think is going to happen is somebody's going to approach her and be like, Taylor, can we make a jukebox out of your songs? And she's going to be like, no. no. I'm going to be like Elton John and I'm going to mm. write my own musicals. And I'm yeah, gonna write my you've own got stuff. Elton John, you've got Sarah Bareilles. Elton John, of course, doesn't do his own. Mitchell, he doesn't like, do his own lyrics, but like, and as Mitchell and Sarah Bareilles are strong. Yeah, and it's that. like a really proven, like, I think like Hades Town is. And waitress yeah. both I don't like think she's going to be careers. as strong as those, personally. No. But I think but she will do that. that. I think she has the ambition to, to do it. She's yeah. a very ambitious girl. I can see girl. her doing it. Yeah. yeah. So I think sometime in the next 10 years, she's going to write a musical. Yeah. And yeah. Cast the thing, predictions. The thing about her like mm. stage presence. So like, I love the folklore in Evermore eras because it leaned into like the music I love the most, which is mm. alternative indie girl, sad girl, whatever. Mm. Um, yeah. And I love those songs. They're very, like, deeply felt and very intricate. But when you see her perform it, it's so much cornier because she yeah. she does the action. She, she has does this her literalism smile. in she's, her performance but, style, but which is so, her like... aesthetic when she's performing them. Yeah. She says she's a girl of the woods. She's a fairy tale girl. She's not yeah. quite... She looks very, like, the, yeah. as girl of the woods as she is in the love story music video, which is yeah. Cool. yeah. But it's, um... Yeah, I think it's also, like, she literally will... If she, we, we keep laughing. Like, Amy... Our friend Amy Fershigan uh, pointed out that... Who is a big Swifty. <laughs> shout out. Uh, shout out. She pointed out that Taylor looks at her watch like mimes looking at her watch so many times I at the concert. I screenshot We counted them, about actually. like five yeah, times at and least every time that she does it that. Me. So, I loved it. And it's so funny but it's like that's one of the examples of the like very literal moves that she does to kind of act out her lyrics. An infamous one a point where she starts talking about digging in one song and she starts <laughs> doing a little digging motion. Yeah. <laughs> Which we were like no Taylor you don't have to do that. Um, uh, Amy I think it was on a Cosmo Bones account yeah um, shouted out these the four rules pretends to be shocked and humbled at the huge adoring this was crowd. a drinking game like when you should drink yeah in the concert um the hand thing, which I saw. She does a like a little, like, uh, her, like ASL, di- I love you. Her, di- like. her dilation of her fingers. <laughs> yeah. Um, the forward lean, which she did do a bunch, and then um, every time she checks, Honestly, she I would watch. add, like, my fifth one is, like, her white girl stomp. Her iconic white girl stomp. 
She can mm. she can run that catwalk though. Yeah, she can yeah. walk down the catwalk. Yeah. Well, I thought it was really interesting in terms of we were talking about projection. The catwalk is also lit because you have mm. audience like everywhere, and so that you have to make it entertaining from all angles. So there were if you're up the top, you're getting a completely different show, which the camera sometimes shows. Yeah, like where there's like snakes and stuff in the reputation era and hands for midnights, because yeah, you you it's just a little dot, and then you're seeing the big screen. But yeah, like, they've put a lot yeah. of work into the stagecraft of it to make it interesting for the people mm. at the back of the arena, which, which was, is what you need to do for this sort of size totally. concert. Yeah. And it was really cool to see the kind of thought and energy they had put into into the filmmaking mm. as well, because I thought this was a really slick put-together mm. show yeah. that like gave you the sense of the concert. There weren't many moments where I was feeling like out of it. Yeah, and um, I think those projection design things, like they're also really well-timed to like, the dances. I particularly liked in one of the... I think in the Evermore section, they had these lamps, which I thought were pumpkins, yeah. so they were very orange. Yeah. Mm. But they were timing them exactly to the projection fire on the screen behind them, so that it looked and like they and be- below them, so it looked like there was like flames coming out mm. of them doing these sort of eruptions. But it was purely just that the choreography and the, the projection was so tightly done together that they mm. they created this effect. And there was an, an iconic moment where Taylor appeared to dive into a swimming oh, pool. Oh my god! Where she just jumped into like a trapdoor beneath yeah. the stage, full on like whoop. Uh, People gasped. see her. I I, like, I laughed. I cackled, and then we see the, the projection, projection of her, her swimming beneath the stage. Yeah, uh, incredible, and then iconic. Up into some clouds. Yeah, um, awesome, I just, incredible. I have to shout out to the girls beside me who activated my. Uh, energy to just let go at some point James leaned over to me and was like Matt looks like he came with those girls he didn't come with us <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did I say that maybe Lucas maybe Lucas said it yeah yeah, yeah. friend yeah. of the pod joined us yes um, uh, but yeah, yeah Matt, and Matt and his new friends were, ju- were jumping and jiving they yeah. were dancing Look, to me music is like uh, like like an all senses experience like when you mm. feel those melodies and you hear it like at some point i just let go and i was like oh i was really enjoying myself i yeah. agree and you also will we our next concert experience which we are yes. having coming yeah. soon um i will that i where i know the songs yeah it'll be much more it'll be so fun yeah, <laughs> yeah. It'll be so fun but um, i got into it when i knew the songs for yeah. this one. Oh yeah. yeah yeah um before we move on what are our favorite eras what mine is reputation um are we talking about that the concert? Yes. Thing? Yeah. Well, no, I mean, the Victorian is my favorite. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, well, the medieval era. The thing about like folklore and Evermore, which are my ones to listen to around the house, and you know, with headphones, I think they really benefit like the intimate. Like, it, they do. Yeah, yeah, I think in terms of the ones that were staged, um, I would probably say Reputation as well. Mm. Um, but I also like the bangers of like. 1989 and stuff like that people were activated when 1989 well like the thing is like it works best as like bangers right well that is her big pop moment like she that was the first moment she became a fully fledged pop star like I'd say Blank Space is the only Taylor Swift song that I'm like oh I like this song as opposed to like oh I know this song you know that's why we're like oh I enjoy this I think there was there was something about like um, Shake It Off not even my not even in my top 100 Taylor Swift song, no. but people stood up. So I was like, I'm standing up. Yeah. I don't give a, a dance fuck. moment. Yeah. I did get kind of emotional watching Love Story, I thought. Oh, Love because Story. Because I think there's something around, because it's like, it was around when we were kind of growing yeah. up. And it's like, songs kind of tap into, like, it captures a moment in time. It does, yeah. And then hearing everybody singing and then her singing, it's just like, they're so simple to like, bring back to life. I you think, know, and I it think just that was the first kind of like big moment for like the whole theater was like 
the back to back of You Belong With Me and Love Story. Because yeah. we know those ones. Everybody's well, and, like, yeah. And what like, good songs. Also, like, yeah. I, I like the philosophy of this show of like, Taylor has put so much of herself in her music, even though, you know, she's there's still artifice yeah. there. But like, she is going, I've been all these different versions of myself and she does write very publicly and stuff. And so the idea of like, spanning through this entire person's life, at least to like a public life, I thought was quite... You know, it was yeah. like hitting me in terms of my life and where I was. And I can't that song. wait for her Eras tour in 20 years because she'll still be going. Yeah. yeah. She's one, only getting bigger. There's <laughs> one final moment where like tears like that. I didn't, I wasn't like crying, but it like sprouted oh, out. Oh yeah. I was getting emotional yeah. in some of the songs, especially was, when I was lost in them and yeah. the lyrics and all of that. There was <laughs> the acoustic one. I forget. It's like, um, you've only got yourself kid whatever oh you're on your own kid yeah 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 yeah. and then there's a bit where she's got your own kid you always have been and then it's like you're on your own kid like you can make it through or something i can't remember the exact line and then i heard some kids saying that like to themselves like whispering along with the line and i was like ah music really does like i love music well like it 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 gets people through like such hard times regardless of whatever they're going through and i was like that's what it's about like the crowd it's the same with, like, another thing I'm about to talk about with Friday the 13th. Like, it's the crowd experience <laughs> yeah. being, like, oh, and, like, the little things that Taylor means to them more than she necessarily means to me. Yeah. you got to go to a concert, James. James, I you know. have to. Thing, I also think that's, that's why yeah, I let go a little bit, because I was, like, like, five years ago, I would not be caught, like, dancing up and down, like, oh. yeah, yeah, Taylor yeah. Swift. But, like, once you, like... Once you feel it and you feel the energy around yeah. you, you're just like, yeah. I have to let go. And I've never actually seen a pop concert. Like, um, I've only seen of like... this sort of scale. And that's yeah, like yeah. kind of indie rap, R&B. Yeah. Yeah. We don't really get, even if like, something like stages. this tour comes, it's going to be a, a scaled down version. Exactly. Yeah. So I was kind of like, well, like, it was kind of a new experience for me as well to just see like, I felt like I was part of the experience, which is mm. really nice. Yeah. yeah. So no, I think... I think overall it was really powerful. Oh, sorry, we didn't get to your era. Um, oh you, yeah, I don't know you. if I had like a favorite like of maybe, the eras. Maybe nineteen eighty nine or fifty. Probably, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You said blank. You I, it's like blank space is blank my space. favorite, yeah. like Taylor Swift song. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I have like a favorite of the in terms mm. of like aesthetic eras. Like I was mostly spending a time looking at her costume. Yeah. <laughs> I loved her makeup Admiring by the, the way because her makeup stayed the whole night. Yeah. And because we've been watching on. Glow Up season five, mm. we know how important that is. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Me. A uh, also appreciated that her manicure. She had like a different nail yeah, colored for, for each, each of the different yeah. eras, which are uh, very cute. We talked about the microphone yeah. changes. Yeah, I was also appreciating like when I was like very much focusing on like the artifice of the concert thing just because i find that mm, really interesting for sure in mm. terms of like how you can make this sustainable to do like a three-hour concert like how are you where is she taking a back seat and where is she like actually letting rip and mm. i thought it was really seamless in terms of how they were mixing mm. her vocal with the with the tracks and like clearly there are tracks happening but like where yeah. the mixing was yeah. really good and like also her live guitar like and versus mm. prop guitar like mm. i thought she she did her prop guitar really well. i mean because she is a guitarist yeah she knows um, how to play she knows it. how to play it but yeah it means that you don't you know even when she's clearly like it's a prop guitar in this song it's yeah. not plugged into anything you can't hear it yeah it's um, oh, didn't even think of that yeah well, well like you don't need to be plugged into yeah. something else but you yeah. need to plug yeah. it into itself even yeah. for an acoustic it's got like a yeah mm. i loved her dances also yeah yes. they're great they yeah. brought a lot yeah. to the show there was one um who looked like oscar isaac or maybe bonnie Canavar. 
Bobby Cannavale. He looked like um, Oscar Isaac. We don't know why James thinks he looks like. Bobby I think Cannavale, he looked like Bobby. But he was really, he was really serving. Like he got like a lot of lead kind of yeah. moments as like he's the husband in the last great American Dynasty and stuff like that. And yeah. always like yeah, serving and in incredibly. Um, My favorite hot. was this one dancer. We just like she had a great big smile. Yes, I, I remember her. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She was All great. Right. What else do we have? What what else can we talk about? I'm gonna jump in. Yeah. Uh, so I probably don't have quite as many pop corner things because I have just been away for a week at Melbourne Games Week, which nice. is kind of a pop corner uh, reference of its own. Mm-hmm. Um, and normally this would be where I talked about all the games that I played during Melbourne Games Week, but I was selling my game Adaptory that whole time. Is so. it called? It's PAX. Is is that like? So there from are games. Melbourne Games Week is the entire um, week. And oh, it includes yeah. a whole lot of different conferences. Oh, right. Including there's a thing called the uh, High Score, which is the um, uh, like music for video games conference, which oh, I didn't cool. go to. Uh, GCAP, which I did go to, which is a general Asian Pacific game developers conference. Cool. Um, which, yeah, there were some really interesting talks there, like really interesting speakers. And then also PAX, which is uh, the Australian version of a large gaming expo that there are uh, two of in the United States. Um, and then there's this, it's like PAX East and PAX West, and then there's PAX Oz. Mm. Uh, and it's probably the, the biggest gaming expo in the Southern Hemisphere. It is extremely huge. There's hundreds of thousands of people every day um, over the course of three days. Uh, and yeah, it was really wild. We got to go over with the Centre of Digital Excellence in New Zealand. Uh, they sponsored us to go over with our game Adaptory uh, and a whole lot of other indie developers in New Zealand. <laughs> and yeah, we got to talk about our game and show it and share it with people and... Um, yeah, we got fantastic feedback from lots of people there uh, who were interested in base building, which was really, really cool. Um, but also, I was basically working for most of the time that I was there for mm. PAX, which meant that I didn't get to go and see that many other games. So I have a whole lot of, like, I have a big list of games that I want to download oh. and play, mm. but I haven't actually gotten a chance to play any of them yet. So that, I'm sure, will be coming up on later Pop That's Corners exciting. as I make my yeah. way through my, my list. Um, but I did want to say, uh, the other things that I did get to do was I... Uh, got to see some theatre shows because Melbourne Fringe was of also course. on during that week. Yeah. Um, and also another show that I saw that wasn't Melbourne Fringe, but I had a really great time. So these are all Australian shows. If you're an Australian listener... Hey, they might come over. You They're might, just across the ditch. You never know. Yeah. Um, you know if you're an Australian you know. listener, you might want to know. Otherwise, you can just hear about me talk about theatre for a bit. Um, so I'll talk about the show Packing which uh, oh, is a solo. It's uh, This was only on for one weekend. It's in a little room. Uh, and it's a solo audience show um, that is told pretty much entirely through environmental storytelling and texts. Uh, so you turn up, you have been hired by, you work for a like moving company and you have been hired. Mm. I know somebody, somebody had that idea already. Mm. <laughs> um, Familiar story. And you've been hired to pack up an artist's apartment as she's leaving Australia. So you learn through uh, just items that she's got in her studio mm-hmm. um, about her life and about her, you know, reasons for why she's leaving. Um, and you also sort of have communication with her. She sends you instructions via WhatsApp. Mm. Uh, and you just listen to music and you have snacks and you pack things away and it sounds like that it's game about... it's very like the game unpacking yeah unpacking I was um, like, what is it called? which yeah. uh yeah it, it was inspired by in yeah. some parts because yeah. it's also an australian game oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. 
Um, yeah, but it was really lovely. It was really beautifully designed. It was like a very sort of simple, nice little idea, mm-hmm. well executed. Um, and a nice, yeah, I really enjoy good environmental storytelling when I yeah. come across it because it's rare to sort of see people trying things like that. It's, it's also just like a story just for you. It's really interesting. Yeah, and I love, I like being a single audience member yeah. of things. It's really nice. Um, so that was a very small scale show. And then I also saw a larger scale show, uh, Love Lust Lost. And this one is still on in Australia. So if you are in Melbourne now, I would highly recommend mm. going and check it out. Uh, this is a uh, immersive free roaming show. So you basically start out at the beginning. There is a sort of um, framing narrative. You're part of a crew that have been uh, enlisted to become sailors on this very strange, potentially haunted ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're led into meeting this captain through this strange kind of museum full of artifacts. And then after the submarine like lowers you down and the doors open into this strange un- underground world, you, uh, well, not underground, but undersea world, World, you are um, yeah le- left to your own devices to roam the 44 rooms Ooh, of this incredible space, uh, explore, find hidden areas. Like a living um, Bioshock. Yeah, and it's all very nautical themed. It's also, uh, yeah, very uh, vaudeville is how I'd describe mm. it, kind of vaudeville burlesque. Um, yeah. So it's uh, the performers that you meet, um, there's some of them are kind of more comedians, some of them are more sort of dancers. Uh, there's quite a lot of like, interesting stage combat stuff as well there was some little stage combat moments there's a lot of like striptease a lot of like um cabaret singing performances um a lot of like yeah a lot of sort of variety performance i would say but in the vein of this strange motley crew of sailors that are aboard this ship a lot of them are based off like minor characters and things like the little mermaid or the tempest or other sorts of nautical tales um and yeah, it was just fun and beautifully like done. And yeah, it was just really cool to explore the spaces. You've got, you know, old sort of like bunks. You have this room that's just full of like oyster shells. That's like the kitchen cool. area. There's like nothing but oyster shells in there because all of the wow. is oysters. There's yeah. a tattoo parlor where I got given a intimate retelling of The Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner with one actor. I thought you were going to see a tattoo. Yeah. I know, and other people have got tattoos there. Whoa. So you can get a love tattoo it. during mm, the show. Um, I wasn't there. Well, I, I think so, yeah. I'm pretty Incredible. sure they just give you a tattoo. Oyster shell. I'll just buy a ticket to yeah. yeah, you just have to go find the tattoo she parlor tat. early and yeah. find it. Um, there's yeah. some like dressing room areas. There's a beautiful big uh, table that that in like a dining room area that serves as a stage for some more mm. sort of elaborate um, dance sequence cool. sections and yeah it's it's just really fun and That's it's cool. not um, I wish we had stuff like that oh, god it's so cool and the building <laughs> yeah. was great I was it's like, like oh my god running, I, right? yeah. not that long running it's only running for about a month and a half oh, okay. so, so it is just over fringe yeah and they well more than fringe but um, right. not it's not part of fringe but it's, uh, it's it's running a bit longer than that but it's not running for like months and months and months oh, open ended okay. it's, it's got to end by the end of uh, October I think right. Um, but yeah, they had done the show previously in Brisbane, it looks like, and so they've moved it to Melbourne. Um, but yeah, it's finding that three-story building that mm, you can absolutely transform. Mm. Uh, but it's so cool, and they work with the space quite well as well. Like, obviously, they're using the the fact the interior already kind of looks like you're below deck and like the yeah, Titanic. Yeah. But also, there was things like there's a room where they had a full like replica of that room built a floor above mm-hmm. but they'd used the fact that it had a sloping blue floor to make it look like the same room was now submerged with water so oh. you're like going through it and it's like Ooh. underwater you're trying to like walk up and down so cool 
Uh, and there's like the captain's mad scribblings on the wall being like, I must find the, the beast. Mm. Um, in terms of plot, if you're looking for linear story or like complicated characters, <laughs> it's not really the type of show. Like that's not what they're trying to go for. It's about the vibes. It's about Logic the vibes. Police, get out. Yeah. It's about the vibes. It's about the aesthetic. It's about the, yeah, it's vaudeville and cabaret. And I had just a ball. I had such a great time. Incredible. Um, yeah. And we, they, they do a sing-along of Mika at the end. With for some Grace reason. Kelly? Uh, no, of Happy Ending. I don't know that one. Oh, it's good. We all like get uh, hymn books that just have oh, like see. a section of the song, and we Not all sing big it. Big girls, you are beautiful. No, uh, <laughs> it's the you know. I guess it makes sense because it's the end of the show. So yeah, it's, um, I suppose so. It was stuck in my head for a good three days afterwards because nice. we sing it so many times. Um, cool. But yeah, but it's 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 that sort of show. Um, honestly, I wish that we could make that sort of thing. It's I so know it fun. sounds incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah, so if you're an Aussie, go and check it out. That's it from me. Cool. All right. Um, I'll go next. I have quite a few. I may only pick some because uh, with Cass being away in yes. Melbourne, it gave me some time. When the Cass is away, the James will play. Watch some movies and read some books. Uh, so first <laughs> off, I want to shout out an author that I mentioned quite recently, which is R.F. Kuang, and I read Babel, um, which is very different from Yellowface, which I mentioned a couple weeks back. Mm. Babel is a historical fiction with a little bit of um, magic peppered in. Um, set in the um, 1900s I believe um, and it follows a young um, Chinese boy um, who is adopted and named Robin Swift after Governor's oh, Travel. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, um, he just found his favourite books and went with that. Uh, and it's his experience going to... Um, oh my god, Jonathan Swift fans, the original Swifties. Yeah, yeah. oh no, sorry, it's uh, yeah, Robin Swift. That's my No, but yeah, like, but, you know, no, the boys Swift, Robin. the Swift. Yes, yes. yeah, 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 Swift. the original the Swift. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so it's him learning to become... Uh, because he knows uh, Mandarin and Cantonese, I believe, and uh, English, and he learns to learn about languages along with a young cohort, um, and he learns about these magical silver bars. Um, and I'll tell you the general conceit, this is the magic of the world, is it's like if there's a, a meaning in English for something and uh, something else, there's often like a something that's lost in translation um, between the two. And so the bars kind of harness like the these words and that kind of raw energy. So if there's a meaning of like explode and something else, like it's all based on like actual kind of words that right. RF has taken in great detail. It may like cause, if you know the, if you can kind of sleep in that language, like if you dream in, you know, mandarin then you can kind of harness this energy um and you can use it to um activate things explode things or heal people um and obviously it's this incredibly value kind of asset that the the empire is wanting to um, take control of and gradually these students realize that they are complicit in helping to um prop up the british empire and it's basically a story of rebellion and revolution and it gets a lot more intense than I thought. Like, you're like, Ooh. oh, is this a stuffy little book? And it's like, no, it's quite an angry, fired-up text, which is really, really fun. It's like this, like, large, like, 
it kind of reminded me of Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell, mm. the Susanna Clark kind of debut book, but it's not quite as dense as that, but it has that kind of large, sprawling kind of quality to right. it with a lot of characters. And epic, also reminded epic. me... Yeah, epic. It reminded me of A Secret History a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. I love. Yeah, yeah, totally, where you're following a bunch of like young undergraduates who are hopeful and keen and connecting and then start to realise how like the darker world around right. them Some so the bitches those yeah secret history yeah yeah totally it's great i, just, I would highly recommend the audiobook of the secret history because it's red i don't <laughs> <laughs> i know i feel like we've had this discussion before we have she does like... all the voices she's like hey watch out there dickhead <laughs> yeah it's, it's so but it's funny, funny because she just yeah <laughs> She actually really judges her characters with her voice does, acting. It's that is so true. funny. That is nice. Yeah, she does give a lot. She goes and be like, "This boy's gonna have a rat voice." <laughs> yeah. The thing, like, that, the thing that I enjoyed about Babel is there's one main reader who is reading it, but obviously there's a lot of like. Did you listen to it? Was yes, it's an, I listened to the audiobook of it. That's because there's like, I think a thousand pages in the. Um, Wow, and, right. uh, it's a big one. Right. Um, RF, yeah. get a hobby. In the ebook, yeah. <laughs> so listening to it was a lot better. But um, so, so there's like French and Spanish and uh, Mandarin and Cantonese. Occasionally, the main audiobook person will go, like, try and say something in Mandarin. <laughs> and then oh, no. there will be, and like, they seem pretty capable with a lot of languages. Mm. But then there's a person that reads the footnotes, will occasionally chime in, who's clearly like a. Uh, like a fluent Mandarin like a speaker, speaker. Or like and we'll, a fluent speaker, yeah, yeah, or I don't know, native fluent, and then we'll just be like, no, it's actually like do like the because the all, correct tones, the correct tones, <laughs> and you're like yeah, very fair, like because it's um yeah, it's very uh like a whole range of languages and it's very precise. You don't want to be saying the wrong thing in an audiobook, yeah. but yeah, definitely recommend that one. And I just finished today, Catherine Chigi's pet um now i mentioned Catherine chigi a couple weeks ago with the x-man's carnival which won the the occam's um award for um fiction i believe it's occam's yeah mm. um pet came out she also wrote this this year and it came out a couple um, months later and i reckon it's a, a better book of the two this year because this matnap i think it is so good it is about a teacher and a student and the teacher <laughs> okay. this no, 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 I like, Fuck. sorry, no, I'm not, <laughs> no, 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 it's a psychological thriller about this teacher that is so, like, idolized by this kid, and she has, and, and many of the kids, she's oh, called the title Mrs. Already. Price, and so she has her pets yeah, like in it. the class, who she makes, like, wipe off the, the, um, yeah, it's 70s, like, like, the, 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 the blackboard, black and, like, even like clean her house and stuff like that <laughs> She's and iconic. come around and have little dinners um and little snacks but only for her pets like doing actions that are definitely clearly like yeah. not okay <laughs> yeah. and it's from um this little kid's kind of point of view and she's just obsessed and like evoking the world of that kind of obsession that's good I um, like that. and the doling out of information i won't say much more than that but it is juicy it's one of my favorite new zealand books i think i've read um and i've been trying to make it uh, this year i've been trying to make a point of reading more and it's just like so delicious and it's a really fast read but it felt like a full meal as well mm. something mm. like yellow face i was like that was fun and light but, but feels it like a bag of chips f- yeah felt like an aperitif mm. or something whereas mm. this i was like nah that was hearty so nice. i really recommend pet perf yeah let's see a film adaptation of that like yeah. oh let's get but amazing um 
Finally, I finished off Better Call Saul, which I have been watching for maybe like a year or two now. I finally finished it off. And Damn, what, he picked up the phone and put I, it down. I know. <laughs> yeah, I finally I finally answered the call um, when I had a good week uh, to just to boost through it. And like, what an absolute stunner of a show. Like, yeah, I want to get around to it. I, I think I prefer it to, to Breaking to break. Bad. Yeah. Um, like, it's such a great showcase. Of... I want to give Breaking Bad another try. Yeah. Just because like in my head, it's so far below mad men because of the overhype i do i did really enjoy it while watching it yeah but because a lot of people like you know the basics were kind of just like yeah putting it on this pedestal and i was like it's not that well the thing is (laughs) like in the final season and they made some reference to it obviously this takes place in the same world as breaking bad so there's obviously gonna be some cameos from the characters Mm -hmm. like in breaking bad it follows some characters that were in and maybe that's when i do the soul when i just do the whole the whole thing Mm. yeah and so Brian Cranston shows up for a couple episodes, um, and it just kind of reminded me. Even though I find Brian kind of a ham, he's a bit much. Yeah, he's he's really good as Walter White. And he I was, is really good. I was great reminded. As I was White. like, oh, he's so good. He is good at. Yeah, I don't know something about his film roles not clicking. But Walter yeah. White and no. Malcolm's dad. Yeah. Maybe he's just he needs to be so working good. on TV. He's yeah. like sit longer with a character. Yeah. And I think he's you know, he's kind of soft retired apparently. But I mean, everyone's soft retiring in film. Well, I anyway, think he just he doesn't need to make money by acting anymore. Yeah. I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Bob Odenkirk and um, gosh, I'm blanking on her name. Which Ray Seahorn. Uh, yeah, Ray Seahorn. Thank you. Finesse um, Ray. Right. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, who? Like Shay. It's like yeah, I was shocked when I first heard it pronounced properly as yeah, well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, it's like it's essentially like a love story between these two. Yeah. yeah. And that's like what it's kind of all about. And it's people that inherently like are very good at lies and cons, like trying to like have found one another, and they don't know if being with each other is the best thing in the world because they can tell these illicit cons and like trick mm. people mm. or or if they're toxic for each other and um yeah i just found it really powerful some wonderful twists and turns um and definitely give it a go because i thought i was like this is such a small show it's about lawyers like why am i into this yeah my dad loves it but it really digs into the psychology and it's there's so many cons so many the good episodes that i've tricks. seen of it are good i just mm. haven't kept up with it enough because it's a james mm. show so i don't know it's a james ha- show. well you know he started watching it without yeah, me yeah, so yeah. i've seen like bits and pieces like when you've been watching it but i haven't like oh so it's a big investment it's six it. seasons yeah, exactly. and every episode is an hour so yeah. it's like watching the sopranos yeah. like yeah yeah it's a. Uh, but i do think it really pays off and i really grew to love these characters and um yeah I had a great time Nice. Well, I'll go I'll run through my list because it has been a while. It's been like three weeks since we've like. While you pull up your list, can I do one final yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I've been doing Horror Watch um, and uh, I've had great fun with it, uh, but uh, I really enjoyed um, seeing some films in the cinema. One I think you'll bring up, so I'll let you bring that one up because we saw that together. But I saw uh, Friday the 13th. Um, the I other don't night. know which one. Which one Inland about? Empire is what I mean. Oh yeah, no, I'm not. I that was a ways ago. Yeah. Um, well, it's an old movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but Friday the Thirteenth, seeing that with a crowd, and I've been watching all of the Fridays because I never 13th, have. Part four, right? Part four, yeah. yeah. And he saw it in Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. The magical time. Yeah. Also, and... Taylor's favorite number. That's why it was released yesterday. It was the Thirteenth. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I really enjoyed the experience of seeing a. I've never Sasha's never been my full like favorite genre but I've been really I really enjoyed seeing it with a crowd and hearing like someone far too drunk being like 
Oh, this is an Oscar not this is an Oscar nominated. Oh, is the Briscoes lady when you need her like verbatim line weirdly. And some people being like, You're next and he's behind you and all the little giggles and stuff like that. It's fun. It's um, fun. Yeah. The crowd, yeah. It's crowd vibes. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Yeah. It's um, like when you used to do those spoon screenings of the room. Yeah. Yeah. Iconic. It's, yeah. it's all part of it. Um, yeah, I've been seeing other uh, stuff, but um, that's kind of the main horror one I wanted to shout out. Uh, oh, and I saw Ringu for the first time, which was bizarre fun. I love, I love that. I was obsessed as a kid. Me and my dad, we were on forums. Yeah, on like ninety ninety nine, just like Incredible. looking up the different things about. I was upset. It was it was monoculture. Yeah. All right, let's go through my list. I mentioned Glow Up earlier. Mm. Um, quick review. Love the winner. She deserved. Where are the industry jobs at the end? I so we, we started it, up. but we did not. Oh continue. my god! Did you not get? No, no, we'll finish though. We'll, so don't give us any more. But we got like three episodes in. I do not like the new host, Leomi. She's a great model, but not a host. Give us nothing, like honestly. And also, what I'm going to say is like, why is it turning into a special effects makeup show? Give me glam, give me beauty. Beauty, I think, feels harder to me. I know. Like, I'm like, you can do bold, big colors. It's face painting and latex and stuff. I mean, but like, I just have no idea how they make people's skin look so good. And I want to learn from these shows. Mm. (laughs) Um,. Uh, on the podcast front, I listen to uh, Normal Gossip, which I ah yeah, I love the first. I'm I'm in season two. Apparently, it doesn't you know um, maintain the quality, but maybe those are just fans being bitter. I think Haven't there are still there some good good. I enjoy ones it. In the I enjoy half. it. Like I I've enjoyed all of it. Yeah. Like you know, there are some that are better than others, but I think your mileage really varies from which season. Exactly. I didn't feel there was a clear dip like at all. No, and, and they're so, coming back um, with season three very yeah, soon. Very, very excited. soon. Very soon. Um, and also Sympathy Pains, I listen. Yes! Oh, she cray. Yeah. She cray! Sarah DeLashmet, stay away from me. Yeah. Um, in terms of the rest of the rest of my popcorners are just, you know, like, uh, fags, really. So, like, <laughs> on the music end, uh, uh, Sufjan Stevens released his new oh, album, yeah. which is incredible. Her His best since Carrie and Lowell. Um, obviously, recently he uh, shared the news that his long-term partner passed away in April, and he's been himself struggling with like, um, I don't know what exactly he's suffering with, but he's got like his limbs are failing or it something to, like, like that. Relearn yeah. how to walk. Yeah. He also, I didn't realize he he like came out as well with the announcement of his partner. I guess so. it was kind of. I feel like, like it was kind of softly one known. One of those right. yeah. people just kept him, you know, like yeah. it was an open secret. Yeah. But. I think what I liked about the album was, like, it wasn't, like, super, like, sad. Mm. It was kind mm. of, like, joyful and hopeful. That's like, interesting, because I haven't listened to it yet, and I feel like you told me there was a new album with the news of, like, here's all the things yeah. it's about, and right. it kind of made me be like, ooh. No, it <laughs> is, but, like, the music... the it's me- not about that. Right. It's, it is about like that it is, also, but, but the melodies are kind of, like, hopeful. That he, I think he's had time to grieve right. a little bit. Um, there are songs that like hit very hard obviously knowing mm. the context of how the album was made but it's not like super heavy as well it's yeah. just kind of like a celebration of his partner's life as well mm. which is really nice and, and in terms of the sound it's kind of like a mix of like electronic like age yeah. of ads kind it was, of stuff it was very age of ads to but, me mm. but then there's all it's not like completely all that there's some kind of instrumental kind of stuff as well yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, the other listen the other album I've been obsessed with was uh, is Chaparone's 
uh, The Rise and Fall of a Midwest Princess, which is a very... Mm. Nice. Uh, Good title. Yeah, I know. It's a very matnip title. So Chaperone is, like, this upcoming pop star. She's very minor league at the moment still, but, like, um, her music reminds me of, like, early Lady Gaga meets early Kesha. I don't know. She just... she She's a girl who gets it. Stay tuned, stay tuned. Mm. Listen to Pink Pony Club. Oh, I do know that song. Yeah. Oh, that's a great song. I shared Pink Pony Club to the group chat like ages ago. And I was like, I wonder if this girl is going to make it. And now she's released her. There we go. Mm. Yeah. No, that's, I was thinking I recognized the name. But yeah, yeah it makes sense because Roan is like a name for a horse. Oh. It's like a horse coloring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Troy Sivan um, released his album yesterday. It's fine. Never been I, a Troy Sivan person. I, need, I don't know anything I about him I need him really. to get to the next level. Mm. Get out of your bedroom, Pop. I love you, but, you know. But in his latest video, he's in drag. He looks gorgeous. He looks like Scarlett Johansson. Like, I already knew that from his face. Mm. But now that he's actually in drag, I'm like, you are gorgeous. You Mm. should do this more often. Have you had the new Boy Genius EP? The new EP? The one that was released this this year? Did they release something? They released something just like a couple haven't. I haven't listened. I I had a first kind of listen through. It was pretty good. But um, I need to have a re-listen, yeah. And the other things that I've seen are, I saw yesterday, the Pedro Almodovar short film, Strange Way to Die. Mm. <laughs> Strange Way to Die. Strange Way to Strange Live. Way, <laughs> Strange Way of Life. Um, he's gay. He's black. He's gay. <laughs> 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 Which is a western with, with Ethan Hawke and Pedro Pascal. It's like 25 minutes long. Yeah. I liked it. it was, I dug it. I don't, you know, it's, sh- it's a short, so. Mm. I think you know. people are like, I wanted more. Like, yeah, give me the full bit. thing. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think of the new talking of shorts, the Wiz shorts? Oh yes, and also have we talked Asteroid City? Have we talked about the uh, city? No, we, we haven't talked, talked about the city. We, but we haven't talked about the shorts. Um, Henry Sugar. Yeah, that is a really good short. I agree. Yeah, and it, well, it was also forty minutes long, so like the longest a short is. Yeah, mm. really. Yeah. So on the edge of short. you kind of like <laughs> got a lot of things out of it, mm. but I dug the other poison and the swan I liked as well. Yeah, the rat catcher. Yeah. Ralph's being a he's being a rat he's being Wormtail yeah um, <laughs> oh no but uh, yeah Henry Sugar I really liked how the like the artifice of it all in, in all of them but yeah. like the the sets and stuff like that he's being shorts so are back nice. shorts are back short kings yeah Um. and the last thing I want to um, talk about is I watched the new uh, Sebastian Silva film, Rotting in the Sun. Oh, yeah. Today, mm. featuring drugs and dicks. Oh, my God, you've seen so many films today. Death. I like it. He's yeah. a hit or miss for me. Yeah. But. We've uh, famously met him. We have famously met Did him. Did we bring that up last time? Oops. I don't yeah. know. I think you've um, brought it up before. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. You brought it up he's, before he's to our, me. He's our close personal friend. Yeah. Close personal friend, Sebastian, Sebastian Silva. Um, you know, he's exactly as he is. He's in the movie, so you know, I'm glad to see my friends up on the screen. Mm. I like it. I think it might be it might be my favorite of his because it looks cool. A lot I of people like have been it. raving about I like it. it. I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also like it features um someone I've been following for years, Jordan Firstman. Kind of like a Rachel Sennett moment where I'm like, Oh, nice. look at you, look oh. at you up there. No. Yeah. It's huge like yeah, star moment, it sounds like. I know. Yeah. So um yeah, so it's it's good. I kind of Blends his more out there stuff with like some of his earlier Chilean stuff as well. Oh, nice. So that's that's me talking cool. about my faves. Awesome. Now let's talk about someone I'm not so hot on. Hugh Jackman and Van Helsing. <laughs> Feature presentation. 
Well, it only took us a hundred years. Exactly, a hundred yeah, years for, and forty-six minutes. Oh, that's um, nice. One year as, later, yeah. <laughs> as long as last time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have come to our feature presentation, 2004's Van Helsing, starring Hugh Jackman. Honestly, icon of the pod. Yes. Punching bag for me. He is. Oh my god, the, the most <laughs> middling of the mixed bags. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's the punching bag. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the punching bag. How many of his films have we covered? We now? Have, I mean, so, the Greatest Showman, the Greatest Showman, Showman Australia. Australia. Um, this. This. this, Swordfish, Swordfish. That's four. We've had a few, and he's got few. he's got more that he's could definitely be on the card. Maybe, maybe we have to dedicate. A season for we could do a whole Maybe. you know Ode to Humanity it's yeah. a season title that's that a go. good title yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but this does not just star Hugh this stars Kate Beckinsale who I think is making her debut on the pod yes I believe um, she's not appeared oh, on the pod before. David nice. Wenham who has been on the pod His before previous pod guest Australia eaten by a crocodile Richard Roxborough right? so. previous previous I think they might have also been appearance. in Moulin Rouge yes yeah, yeah. Aussie film um, two oh bazes all their bazes missed being cast in Moulin Rouge by like a year. Oh my god! If yeah. he was like, if Moulin Rouge came out like a couple of years later, he would have been cast in that role instead of yeah. you. But then yeah. it worked out so well that he reunited with Baz on yeah. Australia. Yeah. Or worked with. But Baz. he would have, right? Like surely, he would have. Yeah. surely. Yeah, and he's probably the better singer, I guess. Yeah. 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 I mean, he would have been okay in that role. I think we would have done okay. I, mean, I think we would possibly have discussed this honestly, before. Honestly, well, oh, yeah. well, when we bass. said Moulin Rouge, you were giving a little bit of Hugh. Mm. A little yeah. bit of Hugh Ham. But then Maybe Baz was directing him to be more true. Hugh-like. But actually, <laughs> Hugh becomes Wolverine in 2000. So does he get Honestly? locked into that? Maybe he was just busy. Yeah. X-Men. Maybe yeah. they asked him. Maybe he was like, Hugh, do you want to come do this? And well, he was I'm like, 2000, that's X-Men. only a year. Maybe Boulanger is already filming yeah. when he became mm. a star. Yeah. yeah. I'd like you to take take you back to that time period yes. because there's a lot of stuff going on. So this is directed by Stephen Summers. And in 1999, he makes a little film called The Mummy. <gasps> and The Mummy oh. fucking rules. Yeah. Welcome back to Universal Horror Monsters. Now, to be really crystal clear this is not a horror movie we are not cover- covering our horror because our foe of the pod mike is going to be coming with us next time around for halloween for we halloween doing our so we halloween are, special are, as usual yeah. because i would I not mean, call this is, a horror it is a no. good preamble though it's this like is a weird. we've got one foot into um, the october yeah. season yeah. we've got one foot in the grave yeah exactly and um, before we put our whole body in exactly um Back so we coffin. are gonna have a pause in our personal picks next episode yeah. because yeah. it's Halloween. Before we go yeah. into it. But, but this is a personal pick and James, oh, yeah. it's your personal pick. Yes. So do you want to tell us all about why you chose this piece for the podcast? Yeah, because it fucking ruled to me as a kid, right? Alright, so we've got we've got a dope video game. We have got Dracula. We have got the wives, no sorry, not the wives, the, wives. the brides of Dracula. Canon characters, alright? They're, they're there in the original. Look them up. They're, they tempt Jonathan Harker. Okay. Frankenstein's monster. Heard of it? Mary Shelley. And then uh, Jekyll and Hyde is tossed in there for good measure because he's public domain. Robert Louis Stevenson. Thank you, sir. Um, yeah. yeah. And yeah. so this, I think, was my first introduction other than The Mummy to a lot of the universal monsters. The Mummy conspicuously absent from mm. the lineup. Well, he's done that. I know. Yeah. I guess the iconic lineup is, right, the Wolfman, the Dracula, the Frankenstein's monster, and mm. The Mummy. Yeah. Those and are yeah. the four. The Invisible Man sometimes get chucked in there. Oh, yeah, but you can't he's see him. He's not that him. iconic. I can't see him. What would even be your costume? Like, what have, is your... 
Have you seen the 1933 Invisible yeah, Man? Yeah, but like... With Claude Rains. You're all dying to know, know who I am, But your costume... What? It's not readable. Mm. It's a guy in bandages and I know, and like a big old It's the bandage coat. guy. Yeah. That's not the Invisible That's like, Man. And I would come he up to you and be like, hey, you. good mummy. Love that. Yeah. No. And I then know. he would throw you off a cliff because he's psycho um, mm. because he the invisible well, is, now that's now, Anthony Perkins okay but my, actually my note though is Invisible Man though isn't he like a modern day character for the time what do you mean oh like, like, like he was set in the contemporary time of he wasn't set back in the day yeah yeah so I, guess, I think he wasn't around in the 19, 1899 or I think I don't happening. know if it's set in the 1930s or if it's a little bit earlier uh, but yeah no I mean basically like I'm just going Based off purely his hat and his jacket, don't look like their time. Yeah, their but time period. the Wolfman, yeah. the Wolfman is also set during its time period, I believe. Like right. it's set in the nineteen. Well, he's not the Wolfman in this. It's werewolves. Yes, there's a werewolf. There, yeah. there is not the Wolfman in this. But they are drawing on like imagery of the Wolfman, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah so I picked this because um, I was a fifteen-year-old boy once upon a time. I don't know. If and it's you weren't when this came I out. I was gonna say that is way too old. Yeah. Because when I watched this, I was not fifteen. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't do maths. It's not my thing. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I was like yeah, ten or eleven, I guess. And you were probably eleven because two thousand and four, but you were eleven. Hell yeah, um, that rolls for me um, <laughs> because that's the optimum legs. age. Yeah, legs range. Um, and <laughs> legs I played the video the game, and uh, it was cool. And I liked Hugh Jackman. Great. Cool. Well, I, I can go next. Yeah. I, I, me and my dad saw this in the cinema. Oh my god, my dad making a cameo this episode. Yeah. Shout out him. to what's your dad's name? Paul. Shout out to Paul. Shout out to Paul. Yeah. Um, but we, I remember us walking out of this film. I don't know why. I found it boring. What? I remember you saying this. Actually. Yeah. You told me this before. Whoa. I don't know why. I don't remember a lot from this film. I know that we watched it in the cinema and we walked out. There are two films where we walked out, and one is Van Helsing, and the other one is called Thirteen Days. <laughs> Which forgotten film? It was about JFK's assassination. Or something. Oh, right. <laughs> I thought you meant Thirteen Ghosts. No, but I do remember that film, Tony Shalhoub. Yeah, I don't I remember, remember the film. I remember the poster. It's a face screaming. I, I don't think we ghosts. ever saw that, but I remember the marketing. It was like, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, so I hated Hugh early. Well, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah. I he guess. drove you out. I know, and I was. Just, I saw that man, and I was like, ah, oh, oh monster and he drove you to sleep during this one <laughs> I, I, I was taking a break matt Cut was resting his eyes well, at matt, was. quite matt, obviously this was the points. third movie of your, your this day this is true your we third film of the day yeah oh yeah it is my third film of the day yeah. that's true yeah it, it was um what was i gonna say uh yeah so i did see this but i yeah i have i remember the the iconic hugh jackman costume mm. um you could see that costume and you could pick out that's Van Helsing. Um, but I don't remember much else. I think I had the similar kind of um, anticipation and excitement you have of all these people, of these monsters, um, like, coming together. But not for this film. I had that for the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Uh-huh. Um, where I thought, I was like, oh, it's so cool that Tom Sawyer and Jonathan Harkness, or is it Mina Harkness? I can't remember. Yeah, it's Mina. Yeah. But, like, all these characters from, like, 
the different literary um, the, the literary canon, canon is now the, gone the, into... the greatest cinematic universe. We're coming together. <laughs> mm. Marvel's Avengers, eat your heart out. Yeah. Um, and I remember, I don't think that movie was good, but I enjoyed it at that time. With famous ugly man, Sean Connery. Oh, yeah, according yeah, to this part. Yeah, the disgusting man, Sean Connery. <laughs> um, well, yes, his politics are pretty blah. But, yeah, so I do remember watching it, but and I, I didn't know that it was about the, the different beasts coming together beasties yeah mm. um i will say that 2004 probably a really good year for hugh jackman because he was also the boy what? from oz oh was that 2004 well really? i think he won his tony this year did he maybe it seems mm. later i, I thought, I thought he was earlier. earlier or maybe earlier it seems too late because but that's I'm not the thing sure. that broke Let him through me. All right, while know. you consult that, what's uh, your I unfortunately don't have a lot to say to cover this quick Googling um, because I have never seen this until tonight. Okay. Well, um, I can jump in if you want. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember it seeing it advertised. I don't remember anything, anybody that I know going to see it and having an opinion on it. So this is my oh. first... Damn. <laughs> sorry experience. to this Whoa. man sorry well, to van will... sorry to this van yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry to this van. van i will jump in then because matt mentioned like uh van helsing looked cool mm. but see 2004 2004 oh, no. i was like i, I doubted my Later brain for a second there my yeah. superpower yeah, there we go anyway yeah. well you might think like yeah obviously uh van helsing's super cool mm. he is super cool in the original um, uh, Dracula, but he is usually played by an old man because Van Helsing is an old vampire hunter, very wizened, like yeah, wise guy. Anthony Hopkins in the Bram, I mean, in the Francis Ford Coppola film, and like you know, some dude from the 1930s in the 1930s mm. film. Uh, so yeah, they really updated it and gave him <laughs> little spinning blades, little, yes, yeah, like shuriken, Oops. like kind of yeah. like shurikens that turn into like. Chain like swords. Give it up for the shuriken. One of the coolest coolest um, weapons of all time. Oh, truly. And when I I know this is my third time invoking the video game, but it was really cool, like hacking it, um, Mr. Hyde with those shuriken things on the PlayStation 2, Xbox, or other console. I know we're not in the movie yet, but they also invoked one of the other coolest weapons here the scythe but they never used they it they never used the scythe they never used That's the scythe right. in the film. was it Kate Beckinsale had the scythe yeah she yeah. had the scythe yeah she should have used she didn't that any scythe, scythe I know I think the scythe so is cool. the coolest I like the shape yeah mm. I think that Grim Reaper chose well mm. okay well let's move to movie in a minute we gotta know what the fuck this thing is about in one minute starting Oof. who's doing it it's I'm Cass. doing it yeah starting it's my turn from now Back in the day, Frankenstein has created Frankenstein's monster, but Dracula comes in and is like, ah, I want him for myself. It's an angry mob, things go bad. A year later, we cut to Van Helsing. He is a monster hunter. He kills Jekyll and Hyde in a big fight. Then he goes back to his bosses, who are like the Catholic Church, but also other different religions. And they're like, you gotta go kill Dracula. Dracula is being hunted by this famous, this old family that have vowed that they will only go to heaven once Dracula is dead. The only person remaining are this brother and this daughter, the sister Anna. Uh, The brother dies fighting a um, werewolf and then Anna and uh, Van Helsing get, uh, get together in the village they have a fight with these three uh, the brides of Dracula who like fight and terrorize they team up together after some fighting um, and then they discover that Dracula is trying to uh, bring his weird vampire spawn to life using the powers of the werewolf 
and the Fowls of Frankenstein's monster. He's got a synthesized them all together, but he's also made a werewolf cure. Meanwhile, he can only be killed by werewolves. Hugh Jackman becomes a werewolf in a fight, and then he kills Dracula. Then he also kills uh, Kate Beckinsale, and then he uh, gets cured. <laughs> I don't know if you fully understand the rules of this, guys. When it goes ba ba ba, yeah, I know. But I was almost done. I was almost done. Saying. I was almost done. <laughs> I feel like that just illustrates. It does illustrate the, something. The... Look, I was pre- doing pretty well. There, you were doing to be honest. pretty well. The different rules There's just the so There's many. So it kind of evokes the movie where it just packs on a bunch of exposition in the second half that you're like, whoa, 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 what's going on? Okay, okay. we can yeah. talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about we it. We can talk about There are some plot things for that. Sure. There are definitely some things that not only did I not cover, but I didn't understand. Yeah. <laughs> so. But we have talked about the plot. Now it is time to talk about the hot, hot butter. Oh, there are lots of beasts in this movie. Yeah. But are there any beauties? Uh, I'm going to go. I think Kate Beckinsale is hot in this movie. She is. When is she not? She's got, she's got, I mean, I don't think I know her from many things. I just think of her as the woman who's in those, that one thing of movies. Underworld. Yeah. In Underworld, which I've never seen in Underworld. It's so funny because she's so British to me that I know she is in Underworld, but to me she's like... The last days of disco. She's like love and friendship. We she's saw love like, and friendship cast. Do you remember? It's kind of like a Jane Austen like kind of movie. I remember the name. She's like a really savvy, um, like uh, she's like a manipulator. Yeah, manipulator yeah. woman of society. It's her oh, I did, her we and did Chloe Sevigny. It's yeah. a Wood Stillman film. That's really but good. But I don't I, remember much about it. She's yeah. so good in that. Mm. Mm. I was about to ask what she's up to now. That's probably the most, the biggest high profile one that I can remember. Yeah, and that was. Was 2016. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe she doesn't. Maybe she's not as much into acting now. Maybe or she's doing some TV. I'm not I sure. I don't know. We'll look her but up. But she's always a presence on the Academy Awards as a presenter, oh. and I love that for her. Love yeah. that she's for always her. there every couple of years presenting like best sound or something. Love it. Mm. Uh, no, she looks good in this movie. She's got her little like action pants, her little yeah. action corset, and her, boots. Her, her boob top. <laughs> her boob top, iconic <laughs> Which, to me because um, it is not actually that much cleavage that she's showing. She's but covered she, up. She's covered up. She's got this like white peasant blouse, but it's a it's white. Well, it's white, with it's these kind of red like, tassels well, it's like right at of, the nipple point it's like yeah. it's like flesh colored like yeah, almost it's like, like it's, her it's skin cream. Away. it's like cream and yeah. because she's so pale the and cream then, against her skin looks like she is nude every and time then you go like, like two, oh. two red stripes that look like kind look of like nipples nips. from afar yeah. so oh, I'm just yeah. like boobs it confu- yeah your mind <laughs> it goes draws like, what? the eye well and I mean they're not it's not like she's trying to like uh, like compensate for something because then later no. she's in a red dress and you know you oh yeah she looks great in the red dress yeah, I yeah. Think it's just a, no I think cle- it's just a, it's just an outfit honestly, they designed for her it's a clever piece of, of um, costume design that's like you know evokes what your mind's desire is yeah. without being like it's it's she's completely covered up but you know your mind is wandering yeah because uh, you're looking at the election stuff is there any updates you want to give uh so the going night pretty, bad. It's pretty bad any wellington um centric updates not that i can see all right uh, we'll keep sorry just 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 was just refreshing to That's see okay. if anything updated um, still looking very national yeah uh, great. I would say I'm having a really tough time with this. Um, so I would just say, can I say the brides collectively? The I mean, I was, gonna, collectively. I was going to say the brides collectively. I think the brides collectively is a collective. They are hot for sure. My favorite was um, the one that wasn't named. I think her name is Verona because um, oh, yeah. I looked it up. She's but the one that dies never... first, and they never said that. No, no, she was she, she was, was the, the one with the long, long straight back. Oh yes, here. I think. 
wasn't she? Didn't her name start with M? No, Marishka no, no, was the first oh, one who died. She was crying. Marishka. Yeah. Right, right, right. And then the main one was Alira. Yeah, right. Um, they were all hot, mm. but I found her to be the most distinct. So I mm. was like, mm. yeah. And they were just really like how much fun they're having, kind of absolutely yeah. into the hotness, especially she, in that first attack well, on the village. They were hot in both human and monster form to me. They were mm. not hot in monster form. <laughs> they to were me, not, I am but they, say, but, but they had that kind of like. I, sexual raw power. I remember and, it being quite racy yeah. as a kid because they do uh, have they, boobs. Yeah, they, they do have, have boobs. It kind of looks like they're naked. I know. And they I look like see naked, much. but kind of more like naked grandmothers. Like, yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, they look like they look like, like mystique. They look quite leathery. Oh, yeah. There's something about their skin, like as the their bat skin, is quite gross <laughs> to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like quite unnerving. I don't I mean, know. Yeah, I can see both sides of it. Yeah, I liked it. Um, but yeah, I think they rule and um, they're having a lot of fun. Um, shout out to Kate Beckinsale's brother, who I think was Lucas's hot brother. Yes, uh, he oh, was yeah. also he was also contender. I think oh, the hottest of the men on this. On the By film. far, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I just yeah. didn't get much from him. I know if he showed a bit more, like mm. yeah, he was hot, but. The brides are hot plus extra. They had more to do. Exactly. Yeah, like yeah. He, they he was really sizzling. had to be like, oh, yeah. And well, a lot of the time when we saw him. And personality. And a lot yeah. of the time we saw him, he was in his wolf form. And so no, we but, didn't really get to see a lot of when he was like acting. being electrocuted, he was like naked. With mm. just like the bars covering him. But uh, I mean like in yeah. terms of we didn't get to see much of him as, yeah. a, as an actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so, you know. And then people said a lot of his performance was scenes with Kate Beckinsale. Everyone was like, oh, it's got more Better chemistry. Better chemistry than Hugh Jackman. Yeah. He really wanted to save her brother. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when they were like together, it was yeah, it was mm. romance. Yeah. Very palpable. I guess it's the last member you have left. Um, but yeah, that translated into something physical. Well, before we get into the bottles and bananas, we have our classic segment, which I nearly always figured about, but I haven't this time. It is time for the titular roll. There is no roll of the tempest. It is the titular roll. No. I love that little no at the end. Yeah. I know. Iconic scene. Ugh, yeah. So good. I feel like quite an iconic name, Van Helsing. Van like, Rolls. Yeah. yeah, you're just like. I feel like no one knows his first name. Well, they do. Well, it comes. Well, we learn well, it. Yes, he has one first name here, but technically his first name isn't Gabriel. Right. It's Abraham. Yeah, no, that's Abraham true. Van Helsing. Abraham right. Van Helsing. And, but for this, it's Gabriel, but most people just call him. But I guess Gabriel's not his first name, but his true identity. I guess, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Mm. But. Um, it's Van to me. Van. Yeah. His name was Van, uh, Van Helsing. His name was Van Helsing. Uh, to be honest, that is what I thought his name was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, so the like, Dean Spanley. Yeah, yeah. The Dean Spanley. Dean yeah. Spanley. Well, probably not not more recently, but definitely in 2004 when this came out. Well, I same. When I was a, a kid before I knew the whole mm. lore. Imagine of, if Van yeah. was your title. It's like <laughs> Van Halen. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like, hello, I am Van, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, I think, and other things, he's more referred to as Doctor Van Helsing or something. Yeah, he's yeah. a yeah. He's just again that kind of kindly old man who, yeah. but actually knows how to take down a vampire. But you know, they um, drop the doctor. Yeah, can I just ch- just check? Because is this based on? Obviously, it's based on Van Helsing, the guy from that from previous lore. But is this sexy version of Van Helsing from something else first before it was this? No, I don't think no, so. No, this right. is their reinterpretation. That's what I was yeah, oh, getting at before. The sexy okay. version. Yeah, so... Because I was thinking it, it felt like it would be like a From Hell style comic. Yeah, I could see Van that. Van Helsing. Mm. And then they've turned that into a movie. It was no, like, to me, the... this was like the Zorification of Van Helsing. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. Kate Beckinsale was very Catherine Zeta-Jones coded to she me yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, this, in this movie. No, it's, it's, 
it's Stephen Summers really enjoying 1930s and 40s horror movies and just mashing them all right. up. Right, okay, yeah. cool. Um, right. Yeah, I think it's a pretty good title. Um, as a kid, um, I was really taken with how Richard Roxburgh, who plays Count Dracula, would yell, Van Helsing! In his Transylvanian accent. I think it sounds good. Yeah, like, it's, yeah. a good, it's a good. Van Helsing. Good and like brand. when you yeah. see the font, it, mm. just, it sticks to your mind. You've got hell in there. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's like, you're like, yeah, this is, this is yeah. hardcore. I think like the I is like in the shape of a stake. Like a V, the V hey. as well. Oh, the V, yeah. Nice. So it was we good. Love. It's good. Yeah. Gabriel Van Helsing, not quite right. I don't, as Gabriel's a too soft for yeah. me, I think, yeah. as a name. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I think yeah. they got it. I don't Van. think it needs any That's Van. His okay, name was Van. If there's a sequel, Van Helsing 2, is there a subtitle? We're thinking Van Helsing, Blood, Better the Blood. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, it depends on what happens in the film. Van Helsing yeah. back from the dead or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he didn't die. Oh, he didn't, yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Would you bring Kate back? Anyway. Yeah. Um, we got it. Van we Helsing. Got it. Yeah. Nice. Well, they got it. Let's get into. I'm going to pause for a sec because I'm going to charge my computer, and then we'll get into bottles and bananas. We're back. Election update. National still winning. Yeah. Okay. They've gone from 52 to 51 seats. Oh damn. So uh, good. Maybe good trend. Someone took a seat away. Yeah. yeah. Imagine if they literally laid out the seats. I know. I would love well, that. Well, I actually interested to know because this is just election chat. Um, but they're yeah. talking about like overhang, how like due to some of the the sort of strange peculiarities of the New Zealand MMP system, yeah. you can have more people in the New Zealand Parliament depending on the Parliament for various reasons. Well, this is because so do they, but like we've got a particular Chamber of Parliament. Do mm. they have to like push? Where's their seat? You know who yeah. has to like push a little desk? Like how do they sort it out? Well, what happened? I think was the MP. There's an Act MP. In an electorate that passed away. Oh no, he wasn't. He was one of the potential. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was a. It was a contestant. They have to do. A, they have to do the by-election by for Waikato. Sure. But they're also saying that Pasi Māori might get some more people yep. in, and that but that that would be electorate winners. Because but more they so than their five percent. They like pass the threshold. Is that? I don't well, because they don't have, they don't have to pass the threshold to, oh, to get in, yes, 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 and yes, so they yes. could have end up end up having another seat than uh-huh. would be allowed based on their threshold numbers because gotcha. of electorates. Um, which yeah, I just physically I'm interested in like where do they put the seat? Where's do they the have seat? to like push it into something yeah. at the leg of the table? Yeah, How does it seats. work? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but where do you put the stakes? Um, oh. That's what Van Helsing's wondering. Um, yeah, what do we like about this movie? Um, I think conceptually. Mm. it's a fun yeah. concept I really like the concept as well I was yeah. really digging it um, like I think especially at the beginning when they introduced these different monsters I was mm-hmm. like oh, I'm in I especially like that prologue it's black and white like you have the universal logo burst into fire and you know and there's an angry mob and we immediately we get Frankenstein's I monster love, Dracula yeah I love mm-hmm. that guy with the long hair who looks like that fucking monster from like London After Midnight. Yeah. yeah. Looks like... It looks like he's going to be way more important to the plot. Than I know. Yeah. Yeah. He's like this undertaker figure. <laughs> he's just, yeah, like the gravedigger town mm. leader oh sort God. of guy. Such a good vibe. Yeah. I think about London After Midnight and all the lost films of the world so much. It's just like another version of my Roman Empire. London After Midnight. Why am I blanking on it? Oh my God. Let me show you the picture. And I'll find out the name of this actor okay. while yeah. um, we pull this up. Okay. While they're Googling. Um, yeah. No, I think in terms of an actual concept, like uh, anytime we are like, let's get all of the people together and we'll put them into a plot mm. uh, and make the plots sort of interweave in some way. I think that's cool. I also like the idea of Van Helsing as working in like a, um, you know. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Or looking at the picture. Yeah, this is... Um, it looks very Spring Hill Jack, yeah. 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 Um, 
yeah anyway like, i like the idea of this sort of like multi-denominational but quite catholic um mm. <laughs> center headquarters of, i love like, that was my favorite part yeah, of the movie yeah um which we, we sort of compared very feels very like james bond it's to, a me, direct to, to me it felt very john wick for some reason like in the sure. continental and, and all that stuff but yeah it's very like we're at hq and we've got all of these Even people working on the thing yes, yep. um but yeah it, it, and got, the character of carl played by uh, David Wenham is yes, like yes we haven't really talked about him yeah directly like a Q kind of character and he is like he has to go on the mission showing all of these gadgets that um, will eventually get in, uh, deployed and he's like throwing them around and explosions and everyone's like oh um, yeah. oh in Allah's name and he's like sorry 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 I think and yeah he's also like the kind of comedic relief that has to tag along to the you know yeah but I think it's cool to like see how these gadgets are in like steampunk slash yeah. medieval form mm. like yeah because you know you see the bonds they're all futuristic and they're mm. funny but like um when you transport it into like this kind of like world of the 19th century you're like mm. but how yeah and I, it's cool it, you get contraptions you yeah get, like, the crossbow contraptions like, yeah really it's cool. very cool and it's very ornate and detailed like yeah and i think that extends to some of the set designs as well i really mm. enjoyed those i as a kid just like was very attracted to like these different kind of like lores Mm. Um, mm. coming together how the different rules of everything yeah. work I like the idea of like uh, this Frankenstein is connected to Dracula's mm. story in this way yeah. and werewolves are connected to the story in this way and, and, but, but then yeah. you also saw other cultures and people from different parts of the world in the back so like if you imagine the wider cinematic universe you could probably see like Van Helsing yeah. and like Alibaba and the 40 Thieves or mm. yeah. things like that or it would be cool like just imagining the possibilities of, yeah, of where that is yeah, yeah going outside of the universal most universal monsters specifically and into more general like monsters and or, traditions yeah just and like lore, lore, yeah. lore of different countries yeah, yeah. Really cool. and I guess we get a tiny taste of that with um uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde where he's moved to Paris and Van, Van Helsing after this prologue of the the mill burning down with Frankenstein mm. in it where a cog shoots up right into the camera frame I and a love very... this fight yeah, it's and, and cool. it's, but it also again feels very James Bond that we we come into Bond in the middle of a mission and yeah. then we he finishes yeah. that mission and goes back and so yeah we we come into Van Helsing in the middle of a mission which is he's got to take down mm. Mr Hyde. I think Mr Hyde is also really dynamic. He's got a lot of personality for the time that he has. Mm. Mm. It's, it's Robbie like Coltrane is yeah, the voice. Exactly. Um, and he's. Uh, and like he puts his a, gadgets as well. He's, he's using his gadgets. Um, Mr. Hyde is huge, so he puts a bell on top of him, but he's in like this old. Uh, they're fighting the in an tower, old like bell tower, so next he like to Notre Dame. They uses break the rose window of Notre Dame at one point. Shurikens to like cut out the ground below the bell, and then sneaks out and mm. Um, mm. yeah, cuts off his arm. Like it's, it's good because it's like one on one combat. Like yeah. it's like got character moments in between, mm. so it makes the fight like fresh. Like I yeah. was yeah. enjoying the fight. It's a distinctive it, environment as well. We, good. You can still see what's going on. It's also got distinctive set pieces where like he uses like the grappling thing mm. to like go through he shoots it through his, his, his body yeah and yeah. then like uses it as a grapple like mm. going from one place it's it's very cool i really enjoyed it yeah and then I, I like the consequence of like when he when hyde fell to his death he returned back to jekyll and everyone thought that van helsing is has like just this, murdered this yeah. and like yeah. it, it's a good way to establish what he does and yeah, yeah that he sort of does the thing that he needs to do despite the fact that he's feared by most of the normies outside of the organization yeah everybody I think thinks he's a mass murderer the bond analogy is really apt right like mm. i think i think that's what they're kind of going for oh definitely yeah and um 
Yeah. Well, I was about to get into some of the problems as well. But um, yeah. are there any more positive stuff before we go? Yeah, I, I mentioned really this. I like that, that sequence again. It was like a good set piece. And mm. that was at Anna's Castle. Well, like, I don't remember whose castle it is. Oh, but the, it masquerade? the Masquerade? Yeah, oh, the Masquerade, masquerade Ball was really fun. We because, had all yeah. these like circus performers doing tricks as mm. well. We find out that everybody at the ball is, is a, I was going to say a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a long day. <laughs> I don't even know where came from. This is my mind sometimes. Sometimes the words just don't every line up. A person every is a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, and you get a whole range. Stegosaurus, yeah, T-Rex. The and... all Wait, around. What was the thing that we were um, watching with dinosaurs? Oh, King Kong. King Kong. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, no, everybody at the, at the pool is a vampire. And we see it. We're not told it. We don't, yeah, we, we, see we just see them. Mirror. Her waltz past this mirror with Dracula, and she's the only person but, visible. So you're like, oh, shit, everybody at the ball is a vampire. The thing with the, the ball and the masquerade, you get to see, like, really nice costume design porn with, yeah. like, headpieces, masks, like, ball gowns. Ball gowns, yeah. and also all of the, like, performers, outfits. Yeah. We love the this tricks. one, like, performer who has this veil where she has, like, eye holes with, like, mm, diamantes yeah. around them cut out in the veil. She Incredible. looks like she is, like, singing a fado or something like yeah. um i also like that one contortionist would like he had his like little gold mask and then he like flipped his head and there was another yeah mask yeah it was one on the like other that. side yeah. my so favorite like my favorite thing about this sequence though is that they've got like tra- trapeze artists yeah like, going up and down uh, while the ball was happening yeah so like the you know uh van helsing and, and carl were like watching over you know like staking out the the mm. the ball and then the the um, trapeze artist swings to them and you just hear like two punching noises <laughs> and then yeah. you see Van Helsing swing back in just like more of that you're like funny Silly. good sort funny. of humor yeah. yeah I was wondering how the Carl I think he's called Carl, yeah, it um, is Carl. Yeah. would like hold up because I remember he's doing a lot of bits I remember that as a kid oh, was and I really liked him honestly I liked him a lot but I'm like I he's no, quite charming yeah I don't I yeah. think David's pitched it right because the rest yeah, of the film is I, quite dour and serious I also think it's a really good character performance from yeah. him like he pitches it right I he's think he's, the... he's quite big, but I don't think it's it's wrong choice to yeah, make it big. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. it fits it's the movie. I was impressed because I've only seen him in like either villainous or kind of like tougher roles. Yeah, and to yeah. see him playing like someone of really low status yeah. and, yeah. and silly, I was and like, oh, he can do anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and his Jester costume was, was really that's cute. really good yeah, yeah. Really I was like that he got a romance in this he's the oh, only, the only yeah. character that canonically gets laid in Van yeah, Helsing yeah, yeah it's true. <laughs> the friar the friar look he um, saved that lady from the bat yeah. children she yeah. was happy yeah I also love the I don't know I actually enjoyed a lot of the, the fighting sequences like the ones with the brides of of yeah of I thought Dracula. in general the action was like quite interesting because um, they yeah. made use of like yeah the fact that every all the, the different foes have different yeah skill sets like when we had that brides of dracula fight i was just like so impressed with the brides of dracula themselves because mm. they were like transforming into humans like kind of like yeah. seducing people yeah that one in the town particularly is really mm. effective because they were, like, getting it's, a lot of character it's stuff. like not to invoke someone who i don't who doesn't exist but like they, it's like they were playing quidditch or something like mm. in the thing right <laughs> like, i do yeah. think like a lot of the fight scenes had a little bit too much like villain stops to like say something oh, evil yeah. before they could give a killing blow which gives just the amount of time for the hero to, to get saved yeah like and i think that beat just was repeated oh so many times that it got quite repetitive yeah. for the end of they, fights well they even like kind of like 
called attention to it when yeah, Kate Beckinsale was just like... she said that before she like, killed someone. She was just like, ah, if you're going to kill someone, just kill them. Don't and talk don't about talk it. Don't talk about it. Um, but yeah, but it just kind of got, got, was a lot, almost every villain, every time yeah. they could almost get you, they're like, aha, finally I have you in my sights. And you're like, you don't need to do that. I think there's particular <laughs> set pieces that work. The one with the brides and I don't mind the um, the one with the horses where they're like things are blowing jumping up. Over the, Is it the um, one jumping the over the thing? thing? Jumping with, over the gully the, the, and then the, um, there's the... The Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, and Frankenstein's monster is in there. There's Wolfman attacking and the brides and then one of the brides gets tricked because she thinks that yeah, she Frankenstein thinks that is... And the carriage that's gone down, and they're like, "No, we need Frankenstein. We need him for his living essence or whatever." It's a nice kind of bluff. I I Mm. think the world itself is quite interesting. With like whoever like Dracula's minions were, whatever they were, they were interesting to me. The Mm. saps of like, Mm. um, like Dracula uh, progeny, like coming out of them, that was interesting. I really wanted to touch it. Mm. I I liked a lot of. I liked a lot of like. Uh, Carl like sometimes knocks things and it turns out it's a secret lever and then there's yeah I love that shit mm-hmm. as a kid yeah. who grew up loving Legends of the Hidden Temple oh yeah I you love want the levers a good I liked the sort of uh, map thing that then is a yeah. portal to yeah. another world that well, was cool that kind of feels like I mean, it doesn't go far enough, I don't think, but mm. like the kind of National Treasure kind of vibe. Yeah, we didn't like, have quite enough puzzle-solving no. National Treasure, I think, but no. it would have been cool to have more of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and then I, I mentioned it, but I haven't really gone in detail. The set design, I think, is really fun and some mm. of the environments, like this cobwebs, like same thing with the, similar with the mummy as well. Like mm. Stephen Summers really knows the uh, effect of a practical kind of set. And um, yeah, I think there's a lot of like, well-dressed kind of castles and stuff. It does get a yeah, bit repetitive, yeah. but I think mm. the environments that they're in. Yeah, costume fun. design is good as well, as I said yeah. previously. Yeah. And the decision to use that blouse was... Very funny. Yeah. Very yeah. hilarious. <laughs> well, should we get to some of the bananas? For though? sure. Okay. Van Helsing, who... What is this guy's personality? Who is, is he? he? And who I, is... Why do we care? Yeah. If we are going for Bond, shouldn't he at least be suave or yeah. funny? Well, I or think... Have some shouldn't he have an attitude? Shouldn't he yeah. have something... Yeah. I mean, uh, I was going to say this is the problem of basing it on Bond, is Bond doesn't have personality, but he has... Bond even, does he have does. a... He a has an inkling of a personality. Yeah. yeah, he may not have a complex personality, but he has a clear personality. Or yeah. the, way, the way things Bond. are written in the Bond is that you can project a lot of stuff on Bond as yeah. well. There's Van Helsing. There's nothing... Like, I... Kyle is hotter to me than Bond just because like you, you I got know who Kyle. he is yeah, he's got a personality Van Helsing you mean yeah yeah, yeah. Van Helsing yeah. is just kind of he's a guy that's there that's good at fighting he doesn't like Dracula yeah it's interesting because the movie is kind of moving like the clappers in the first like 15 minutes and I'm like oh there's a lot of action oh this is pretty fun because it's kind of logical beats mm. but then when it needs to slow down and get to know Van Helsing and um what's Anna her? Anna, Anna there's nothing there. Yeah. I don't know a thing about him. Like, what's his motivation for doing all these things? Yeah. Like, yeah. what, is he, like, a bad, bad guy? I know he's not a bad guy, but is he a bad guy? Is yeah. he just a pure good guy? What's like, yeah. the situation for, like, you know, yeah. is he just, like, all these monsters should die? Does he have a little bit more moral grace? After we see that change? Because we get like... a sense of, like, people hate him and he's a tortured yeah. guy. Yeah, what's his honour code? Yeah. But, yeah, you yeah. don't really get any kind of indication of, Do like, they like hanging out with him in, the, in the, the, the League of Church Does he? Thing? even have like in the whole breadth of the movie a moment where he is talking to another character about his life no. it's just told to him right like yeah, yeah. 
The only stuff we know about his backstory, and we didn't go over this in movie in a minute because I don't entirely understand. <laughs> Dracula confronts him and is like, ah, my old foe. And he's like, I yeah. don't know who you are. Like, you're Dracula. We've never met. And he's like, yes, we have. Don't you remember Van Helsing? Ah, yes, but you can't remember those. You don't, you've lost your memories of that time. Yeah. And I'm like, what are we talking about? He's like, yes, we met 300 years ago. Well, and I'm um, like, I don't understand that he's immortal. And it, it becomes revealed later Dracula's like, ah, yes, you, Gabriel, blah, blah, blah. You're, you you on the left hand of God. And it's like implied, like, the, as the in angel. the angel Gabriel. Yeah. Is who he is. And he killed Dracula back in the yeah. day, like the first person to kill Dracula. Well, a lot I of the time. But something else we should cover at some point. Yeah. Um, Constantine. Constantine. Because oh, yeah, I was just Gabriel. That's, yeah. yeah. A lot of the time, like, people try to link Dracula back to Vlad the Impaler, who Dracula mm. was based on. Yeah. And that makes sense. So it's like. Oh, it's yeah. a long kind of time span. But I wish, like, I mean, it shouldn't, it's unfair to compare it to other things, but, like, in Francis Ford Coppola's version, like, if you're wanting to go back to that time, I wish we had, like, jumped back to... Yeah, you. show me. Yeah, show yeah. Gabriel and Dracula, like, in this immortal fight. Show him as an angel. If he really is the angel Gabriel... And, like, when... Why did he lose his memory? Why has he become this guy? Like... Like, what about his other angel quality? The yeah. only, only angel quality is that he's been alive a long time, I guess? I don't know. But I'm like, is he... Mm. An, I don't... It's it's not explained. It's and kind of just And then shouldn't he be there. angry at the Vatican Church for being, like... Using him for this Why monster hunting? Why are you using me for this? Like... I don't know. It's like there's. It's no. so unclear, it's and it, whole it feels like they thought of this backstory and they tried to put it in there, but they didn't put like they didn't write down what was in their heads onto the script, yeah. so it doesn't it doesn't yeah. actually translate. And, and so we just have more questions. And yeah, in terms of personality, in terms of traits, we have no. nothing. And there's not even like his reputation wasn't clear to me either. No, like, it's like his reputation is like I think when Anne meets him, uh, Anna meets him. He, she's like, some say that you're. A holy man. Some say you're a mass murderer, and he's like a bit of both. Yeah. And you're like, okay. okay. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, cool. Speaking of the two of them, no chemistry. Nothing. No chemistry. Nothing. Nothing. I think they were like, let's get Wolverine and Kate Beckinsale from Underworld, and they'll be in a movie together. How cool! And they're both beautiful. Yeah. And but weirdly, no. this movie, this yeah. movie was not. It got negative reviews, but it did very well in the box office. Right. And like, it's a movie that we know usually. Like, yeah. For people from our generation, no fan. Everyone's Hansen. like, oh yeah, sure, Van Helsing, yeah. right? I vaguely remember that. Oh, except for you, Cass. No, I, I vaguely remember you of it. it. Yeah. yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. Um, and my my lovely punching bag, Hugh. Mm-hmm. How do you do? No. No. He did not elevate the role. He didn't at elevate all. the role. I don't think he's bad here. He's not, uh, he's not dragging it he's down. He's not bad because he's, but he's not, not giving, trying. He's got, yeah, he's yeah. got nothing to do. And he's, he's not, not doing trying. It. And then I think he was kind of bad in the moments where he had to be like a little bit angry, where he was like, "Why? Yeah. I don't." When he's like, "I'm gonna save you," I'm like, "Well, I, please don't." I think just, the no. problem for me is like, near where the is climax- the movie star charisma? Well, in the climax, they, they've. They do two things. Like, they rely a lot on CGI. So a lot of the time near the end when Hugh... When Van Helsing has been bitten by the wolf, he's often turning into a wolf man and Dracula is turning into this super roided out I kind of like that. It looked kind of cool, but it was like jumping in and out. So like, that's, that's the, the actors thing can't me. really act all that much. I like mm. the big fucking Dracula monster and the big wolf man fighting. Just give me a brutal, like primal fight like the one in king kong yeah like 
just give it give me them fighting and i'm like glued i don't need to be cutting to the other mini fights i don't yeah. care well and i'd like like a camera that is able to like you know give me a pull, brutal fight like pull back and let me actually see it because there's there's so much stuff going on on the screen <sighs> and then stop jumping in and out to have yeah. more monologues just give me a big bit where they just fight like yeah. well this is and, the thing and, honestly i don't know i mean like for me i don't remember the monologues at all all i no. remember is cutting from fighting to other fighting yeah. to other fighting it was and, just fights and it's all film. blue and you can't really see that no. like there's good sets but you know it's just it's washed out blue, and then yeah. there's this other too technique many that they fights use. as well like, yeah, yeah. Wait, everyone is shouting all the time everyone is shouting everybody is smacking it's like maxed up happening? because you have richard roxborough who we haven't really talked about as count dracula which as a kid i think i really liked but watching it now i'm like oh he's kind of like a He's going full ham. It's kind of like a train wreck. And then the guy playing Frankenstein's monster has been directed, like, to shout, like, all of his lines. I have to say, though, his monster design from the back Mm. was really cool. It's very unusual Frankenstein's monster, actually. I I appreciated the imagination. I've always found it quite gross, but I guess Frankenstein's Um, monster But I think it's it's creative in an interesting way. It doesn't feel like your classic Frankenstein's monster. And I think they've done some stuff with him, which is cool. Yeah, I think there's a few key moments, like Frankenstein as a sympathetic character is often done, but I thought Mm. like some of those moments worked. I think they could have gone further into this, because I think, now I'm thinking about it, there is a thread of, beginning, Jekyll and Hyde, Van Helsing has this fight. He's like, the, they want me to bring you back alive. I'd rather just kill you. And he ends up killing it. Yeah. Then the first time we encounter Velkin, I think, the brother yeah, yeah. who's become a werewolf, mm. um, we, you know, uh, the, uh, we discover that uh, he is the werewolf and he's been changed and uh, Van Helsing still wants to kill him. And Anna's like, no, no, you can't. He's my brother. And he's like, no, he's a monster. I've got to kill him. Yeah. Yeah. I've known yeah. he was the werewolf. If I he was just a monsters. bit more black and white at blah, the blah, start. Blah. Yeah. But then when he meets Frankenstein's monster, basically after they've had a chat, he's immediately he's on like, the side. oh yeah, well, no, but he's good. And he's, he's like, he's a human. Like, he's like, he's a, yeah. oh no, he's, he's, not he's a, monster, a human. He's yeah. a monster. And yeah. then like, Carl is like, no, we've got to kill, like the Vatican wants to kill him. It gets muddy because, because he's about to become a monster. Yeah. But I'm I'm like, I think that could be maybe his that's art. Good. That's, that's, that's also like a good tension for him, It's right? a good tension. It's like, I'm killing monsters. If I'm so black and white about killing monsters, now that I'm becoming a monster, yeah. Yeah. should then I? Then I'm learning yeah. more. I'm realizing exactly. like, oh, maybe We're, I shouldn't have been so What's a monster? What's monsters? a human? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Oh my and, god. And making him like more time to like test his empathy for Frankenstein rather than being like immediately, oh no, he's a dude. That's so, fine. I don't care about, I'm not going to try to kill him. Pulling it back. Where does he go on this mission? Because he's told to. He got, yeah, he doesn't like Dracula. <laughs> is that I it? Think, is I think, that... I think, he hates all monsters. Yeah. The thing that I would like prefer, which kind of is, is what's so like... That, to me, that's like, the stakes are so low the now. So low. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that I would prefer is like, it's kind of what Blade 2 does, is like, Blade gets assigned, kill this vampire, and he's like, okay, cool. And then he learns more about the organization that he's working in, and it's like, oh no, actually, the people that assign me to the job are the problem. That's, like, yeah. I wish it was like... Count Dracula yeah. is doing this thing because he's trying to protect monsters or something or look after his own. Yeah. And then it's like, actually, the Vatican is the problem. Yeah. Well, there's Kill so many boss. ways, right? Like, I even would have liked to seen like, if he'd gone back and he finished killing, like, Jekyll and Hyde and, like, whoever the Vatican churches gives him his, like, pound of dollars in, like, yeah. here you go. It's and kind of more like, of, like, he's a mercenary. Yeah, he just yeah, likes to kill monsters. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's unthinking about... It's like, about... what is his motivation for killing yeah. these monsters? Yeah. yeah. The fuck? He's just a guy. Yeah, is he doing for money doing it for love oh, no. why is he doing What's it he doing it for? <laughs> what are you doing man was he a child he was raised by the catholic church like this uh, is where he grew up i don't, I don't know. know we don't know i'm going back to the original like abraham van helsing is like sure you do it because 
this is a this is a creature that is like causing like trouble and stuff like well, that. Well, you could make him like really religious. You could make him like yeah. really, really yeah. Catholic. I and think that would be super interesting so cool. yeah. if it's like because I truly believe that these are aberrations of God's Wait. truth. I want yeah. to get you know that's super interesting. James, can you like? Catch us up on the lore of Abraham. What does he yeah, do again? He's old. Uh, yeah, he's he's basically the guy you go to where you're like, fuck. He like Dracula's, Dracula is yeah. like starting to infect. Like he infects Lucy, um, uh, who is a friend of Nina Harker, um, and then he starts to like ensure Nina, and then the family. I think Jonathan is available to get away. Anyway, they contact Abraham Van Helsing, and he's like, "Here are all the rules," and he basically lays out like he knows about like, like vampire that. lore. Um, yeah. In terms of his relationship to the family, I I think he's like. I have heard of they're like I have heard of this person and he's just like this is a creature of sin we must get rid of it. Yeah. In terms of Dracula, personally, I don't think he's as linked in with the devil as they do it here. Yeah. Like, obviously, he's, like he's like the son of the devil here. Right? Yeah. 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 In, that's in why Dracula, I guess explaining why okay. he's the the uber vampire that's the most important. He's, yeah. he's like a, a creature of darkness. Yeah. But yeah. the devil isn't as much of it. So I guess like I Christianity is always linked yeah. to vampire law because of the crosses and holy yeah. water. True. And those true, sort of true. elements. I, in I there, don't mind uh, the creative yeah. license because it simplifies the story yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. it's good versus evil. And clearly they're going like, oh, devil Gabriel. Yeah, which they're yeah. trying to set up, I guess. Or maybe yeah, Lucifer Gabriel or whatever. Yeah, I just yeah, I wanted that fight with them to have a, a lot more at stake. I mm, wanted to, mm. to to be epic, like because you could tell a good emotional story if you just yeah. like focus in on like that one fight. But they kept cutting yeah. to different fights. And I think they could do more with him slowly turning into a werewolf yeah. as well. Like he's like just kind of doubts. like, don't worry, I'll, I'll come. Yeah. It'll be fine. And like, he just keeps he's like, oh, we've got time. the antidote. Like, yeah, right. and then you know all that. The only thing that's interesting about it is the the end where he like you know he finally gives into his rage and she has to like sacrifice herself yeah. to give him the antidote basically. Yeah. But like there could be much more interesting stuff happening with that. What do we think of the two thousand four CGI of this movie? It's very two thousand four. I didn't mind it. I was um, like, I've, had, I've seen worse. I've seen worse now. I've seen worse. That, that, that's being made now. I really. Think. I, I don't know if so. I don't see worse. It definitely felt like it had dated. Oh, it's definitely dated, it, but I'm just um, like, it's not as bad as I fine. thought it no, would be. No, I'm thinking yeah. back, like, it was okay. I think it's The Mummy 2, which is Stephen Summers as well, um, like, where The Rock shows up as the Scorpion King. Oh, yeah, no, I have seen that. And that's that's 2001, oh, which is a couple weird. of years earlier. But um, I think all the stuff in this, I found, like, you're obviously aware it's like, mm. it's not real, but it feels believable within the world. Mm. Honestly, the large. only one that I really didn't like was the Jekyll and Hyde, like, oh, Dr. Yeah. Mr. Hyde, just Mr. because, Hyde. like, they make him, like, the Hulk. He's, like, so huge. <laughs> and, like, he just it. feels so animated that it, like, yeah. it's, like, such a 3D, like, a CGI animation. I'm like, why are we fighting Shrek? Like, this doesn't feel like... <laughs> I was getting Shrek vibes. Yeah. There's a bit where, like... <laughs> There's a bit where his um oh yeah, his, his pants, pants fall start falling down. down. He starts falling, and I'm like, okay, like, all right, someone saw Shrek. Such Shrek. <laughs> um, I liked the score, which was like, it was like video game is fun. The score oh, yeah. was a lot. Was I don't so, know if I loved the score. I, I liked it because I'm just like. Just let this movie be fun and trashy. Like yeah. it, t- it, some part of it just like took itself way too seriously, yeah. and I'm just like, no, this movie is fun and genre and gory and stupid. That doesn't mean it's not intelligent, but like, it's not at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> it I feel make like sense. like they put such emphasis on like, well, this is why this person's here and this is why this because we have so many wolf men. It's like oh my the God. brother. 
is so he, he, the, they, they, we first are introduced to Anna and Velkin by them trying to catch a werewolf. Yeah. And in that ensuing battle, he jumps. Becomes he, a werewolf. Yeah, like the, the werewolf chases him off a cliff into a river. We assume he's dead, but he actually got bitten by the werewolf during that process and became a werewolf, apparently. Yeah. We'll find out later. Just, and then, why did Dracula want the wolfman? He wanted the. He wants. So, the only the thing that can kill him is, is a, a werewolf. werewolf, werewolf yeah. And so, he wants to develop a werewolf antidote That's so that right. he can. Um, to, be a um, I don't know. I, I just find the whole, like, lore, like, of the, oh, Valerian, right. of the Valerian family being involved. All of that is that so convoluted. Is so we don't need to know about the one family who have sworn to. It, they'll it never go to heaven unless they also, kill Dracula. It doesn't Dracula. have to like, be that complicated. Just make it, like, a simple story that we. Just say Van Helsing, you've been sent to yeah. kill Dracula, and then when he gets there, hey, there's this woman, she's already fighting Dracula. Yeah. We don't need to have a whole like historic exactly. backstory for because them. it's like they think that is going to be her characterization, and I'm like, no, that's the backstory. Yeah, backstory no, and characterization the same. Make her a Bond girl. Give her personality. Like, I literally don't know anything about her except that she's cool and yeah. she's a family. That she Kate, loves her brother. Yeah, maybe too much. Yeah. Question. Kate Beckinsale was kind of trying, but oh, overall, she was trying with what know. she had, but she had so little. Like yeah. the also, moment where she dies. I felt so little because yeah. I was like, I don't know this woman. Also, like, if you're emulating Bond, where is the sex appeal between these two? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, we no, talked about zero chemistry. Yeah, no, zero right? chemistry. No but, chemistry. like, nothing even to kind of, like, show their relationship development. Yeah, they have a kiss at one point, and it felt really out of nowhere to yeah. me because we haven't really felt, oh, that these characters have interested each other. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. And also, like, there's a question with Carl, and it's like, the lady that he saves is like, ah, oh, and he's like, He's like, oh, she's like, oh, what can I do to repay you? He's like, I can think of one thing. And she's like, oh, aren't you religious? And he's like, no, no, I'm a friar. I can do what I want. Let's bone down. He doesn't say the last bit. But he's like, I'm a friar. All good. And it's like, okay, cool. That's clarified. Is is Gabriel, like, sworn to... Does he have know. genitals? Is he an angel? Like, what's happening <laughs> Well, here? there's that. And, like, is he like, no, no, I serve God. Like, I don't... I'm, I'm, what's yeah, because honestly, <laughs> if he's, like, a little bit celibate, kind of makes him a little bit harder because he's just like mm. if, if she's I think there, he's trying to resist yeah exa- if he's trying he to resist like, right but he's got his oath that he must exactly but yeah, we get no sense that he is at all interested in her sexually <laughs> Yeah, no. Just like kiss. Yeah, yeah. They, but they, they kiss out of script reasons. There's no like sense that let they me, have interest l- in each other. Let me lay out a scene for you that could have been good. Yeah, Van Helsing gets a little bit hurt, maybe mm. on his chest. He gets a swipe. Oh my from god! A bride. Yeah, he has to take his clothes off. They'll take off his shirt. Hugh He's Jackman's do a body bandage. is good, and then she has to like do some bandage yes. work. Yes, and, and then by candlelight, they, by they have candlelight. a little moment. They're kind of like teasing each other, yes. and she's like, "What you did back there was." Brave. And then, she, and then, and then like, she asks him about his past. And he's exactly. like, well, I don't know. I, I had no memory that the monks took anything. me in. Yeah. And she's like, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, so, and she's we, like, I imagine that you were this and that. And he's blah, like, blah, blah. oh. I like, also I need know. a lot more br- the Bride of vamp- of Dracula seduction. Because yeah. they can transform to other yeah. other yeah. ladies. Give me the mystique stuff. Give me, yeah, exactly. Mm, yeah. Give me some like, you know, soap opera storylines where yeah. you know, exactly. she catches him kissing one of the brides and she's like <gasps> Yeah. Yeah. Or they become one of they become Kate Beckinsale. And yes! Then like, oh. And then she's, maybe she's been like spurning and being like, no, 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 I'm not interested. And then suddenly she's like, yes, let's do it. And he's like, he's whoa, like, whoa what? what's happening? And then, and then it turns uh, out like she, she inter- real Kate Beckinsale interrupts them in the middle of the moment and then there's another cool fight. Yeah. yeah. Great. Damn. 
why don't we write what this movie? Been? We could have written this movie and it would be so much better. This movie uh, was video game as. That's what yeah. it was. It's, it's just like, fights because it's just it's made to be fights. levels. It's level you get, design. You it's get not a script. N- you get NPC dialogue from the characters. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what? Yeah. Everybody just feels like they're, 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 they're barks, as they say in the video game industry. It's just <laughs> things that people like shout as you walk yeah, towards that character exactly. in the open world. Yeah. And also, it does have that It's feeling. like, yeah. why is it so complicated? I just want to follow it. Like, exactly. Because those first like 20 minutes, I was in. I was in too. I'm in. I was, I was like, like, oh, I'm kind of having fun. And yeah. I got so out. There's yeah. a bit. Well, there was a part where we were like, surely this is over. And yeah. then we checked, we checked the thing. We checked it was halfway. Like, and I was like, oh. And then Lucas was like, Frankenstein's not even here. And we were like, oh my God. <laughs> There's a bit where Carl is like, explaining exposition and he is literally holding up like books and portraits as he wanders around a room and it's like i know they're trying to have fun with it but i'm like it fucking doesn't like we don't need to know this like just let me get to know you guys i want to know who you are and like that you like you (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't have to be so dark guys i can't see i can't see i like it that it's moody but also light your fucking yeah. castle. There was a point was... where the daylight came once and we were all like, oh, a nice light scene. Yeah. It's so darkly lit. And then there's like flames and like harsh lights here and there. So mm. you're kind of like in this state of torture where you're just like being sunlight, sometimes blinded, but mostly trying to peer and see. And um, yeah, it gets really tiresome. I got another little peeve. Yeah. Uh, Dracula, he had these minions. Yeah. Um, didn't see their we face. Didn't, I want to know who those guys were. Yeah. What, what yeah. was up with them? Yeah. They had little like steampunk goggles. Yeah, it was didn't know them. what they were underneath the it hood. Was, didn't like, know what was happening with the costume. And I'm there like, I want to know their, their yeah. vibe. Yeah, Igor, personality sure. wise, why was he like yeah. so evil? Yeah, yeah, why was he so like ride or die for Dracula? Like, <laughs> yeah. He was just paying him. I know. It's like you're a mercenary, basically. You should like, be able to be easily bought. But no, he's like, no, I fucking love Dracula. Yeah. Oh, so sorry, we forgot an essential bottle. It's the moment where one of the brides of Dracula is coming to get Van Helsing. He jumps out of the way, so she gets a cattle and throws <laughs> oh, it. Yeah. The when she did throw a cow into the I building, that cow shot. Ruled. Um, yeah, I thought of those as little Ewok helpers. Um, oh, there's a bit where Van Helsing is a kinesthetic learner, so he has to oh, take his gloves yeah, he's off. He's got to take I his need... gloves off and put his naked hand inside that big sack. Well, there's sack. gigantic hanging, like, testes all throughout the castle. Yeah, the, these are the little I bet those cocoons. taste delicious. Cocoons, like, kind of um, hanging alien pods. The, the pods in which uh, Dracula's progeny are... Gestating. Yeah. Yeah. These look like shit. Like, like talking them. about CGI. No, no, oh, no, no, no. The, yeah, the CGI no, no. that Children, out. They look real bad. They yeah. were bad for sure. Um, oh, we had an Indiana Jones map as well. Oh, Basically, nice. it's like yeah. did like off the Indiana Jones map. Other nice. other better films. Yeah, it feels like and um and those better films you get to know the people like James Bond. I'm just like it's for a, bit a more... movie that's two hours and eleven minutes long. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't enough. Why? It takes place in one, like... I wouldn't have rested my eyes so much. (laughs) Yeah, it takes place in one, like, environment, essentially. Like, I know they're going to different places, but it all feels like the same place because it's all lit in this blue filter. And also, I found it hard to, like, keep up of where where we were in the story because, like, we would show up in the castle. Whose castle is this? Yeah. There's three, Who's... three, four castles. <laughs> like, why do they get from one place to another? Why are they getting yeah, Frankenstein? Like... Okay, first off, there is 
Dr. Frankenstein's castle, yeah. who he dies pretty early on. But yeah. we, that's the first castle that's we go to, to meet Dracula, oh, and, and that's right? where we go, yeah? It was that... Dracula's living in there. Dracula's living there. Also, uh, Anna has a castle. Anna has a castle. And I think at one point she says, this used to be Dracula's castle. Oh, my God. And I'm like... And then there's his summer abode where he has yeah. the masquerade. Yeah, he's got his masked ball. He's in a summer palace. And then they... Then there's like a, they go through the mirror in Dracula's old well, castle. Oh, because it used to be Dracula's house, but now it's her house. Okay. And they go through the map And then they get the Dracula's Dracula castle. real there. Where it's cold. Yeah. I'm What's crying. that? Five? <laughs> and the other question is, how did they get out again after they killed Dracula? I don't because know. Because they, they couldn't, couldn't go back through. through the mirror. Wait, how does it end? <laughs> they, they killed Dracula. Yeah. Dracula's dead. And then cut to Frankenstein's in a boat going off. Well, yeah. And then, and then the wildest thing, Van Helsing is burning Anna on a pyre. Yeah. And he looks up in the clouds and he just and sees... And she's there like, superimposed, like, arriving in heaven with her thumbs brother. Thumbs up over clouds. Like, it's like, all good. Oh, good. I'm in heaven now, buddy. <laughs> I'm here with my brother and we're boning down. Yeah. And yeah. we always wish we could do on Earth. <laughs> yeah. um, I and do love the, the, the scientific contraptions of Dracula. Like the ones with like the chat the, the charged elements. A lot of, of... like electronic, like yeah, electric, electric kind of situations. Yeah, it's in the canon of those nineteen thirties yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, they're they're very cool. Um, but yeah, no. The, if we look at the geography of this piece, it makes no it fucking makes, sense. There's so many. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure they like you look at Scotland. Castles everywhere. Yeah. Maybe oh, that's the same in I Transylvania. Don't think it's so much as no. the, but like the, so it's many just castles, ten times as much more as, like, complicated. More castles than yeah. we need. Yeah. And also, how the hell they got away from the Dracula dimension? Just, just keep it to one <laughs> castle, maybe two. Like, exactly. how did they transport? Where are the eagles? Through the, through the, yeah. How did they transport the into that place? And in that snowy area, were they in the real world? Were they in Dracula dimension? Where were we? I don't know. <laughs> and also, <laughs> if they're in Dracula clear. dimension, does it matter that all of his spawn are hatching if they can't get to the real people? Or did they? Was that just a teleportation portal? I think it's took them to another place, but then yeah. they were had to work out. Okay, where the fuck are we? It was uh, the, the climate's entirely different where we are here, so it must be somewhere far away. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. Anyway, wow. my main takeaway as an eleven-year-old is I did the David Weedham impersonation all the time. <laughs> It's like, oh, yes, all this is often old gadgets. I like which ones, which characters you saw yourself in, in movies. Yeah. That's the one that you're like, that's me. That's me. That's me. David Wenham. I'm the problem, it's me. Carl. Yeah. All right. I mean, do we have anything else to discuss? (laughs) That might be us. I think that's us. Nothing else to do, but. Bag. Or boof. I'll go in. This is a boof. Yeah. I'm sorry to say. That's fine. Yeah. I kind of like. I think that Van Helsing is probably not right for a sequel, as Lucas was saying. I, I think, think a remake. But I think a remake. For this sure. is a really good remake property. Yeah. I think you could do a lot more with the concept of a, like, you know, by order of spiritual orders, mm. uh, you know, bounty hunter that kills yeah. monsters. If you like, I think that's a really interesting thing. If you, like, you could expand play on that, like, secret society, like, that. Expand on the secret society. Oof. Make them a bit more morally grey. Explore, like, the moral, morality of monster, you know, all that mm. sort of stuff. Also, look at the, the religious aspect of it. Like, why is he doing this? Is mm. it because he believes in God? Is he just a, you know, bounty hunter that's just yeah. doing it for the money? 
let's play with it give him a character do some stuff instead of what they chose to do here which was not give him a character so that he could be the player character in the video game yeah tricky thing is with the remake is like everybody is trying to nail the dracula thing like there are so many dracula properties like chloe zhao is about to do a dracula oh, yeah. film in the next few mm. years and guillermo is doing a frankenstein yeah and so because these properties are so they're public domain and they're so rich yeah. for material like they literally tried to do the marvel like with um cinematic universe with the dark universe yeah and it yeah. flopped after it flopped because of the mummy being so bad yeah so bad yeah um so yeah i think you'd have to be really careful if you wait into it again but um i, d- I mean i just don't think van helsing is hugely beloved i think it's no. quite you know unlike things like dracula or frankenstein where those have to be like the main characters in a beloved mm. story it's being retold you basically have close to a blank slate with van helsing like yeah, you van- have the vague idea of here's a guy that knows how to kill so monsters. you think he should just kill other monsters other than dracula well i think you can just ha- you can have dracula or frankenstein or these other sort of well they could be the big bands right? but but you make them smaller characters to the yeah. side you don't have mm. to make and again like this mm. whole idea of we have to everything has to be in the same universe as blah 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 yeah 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 Fuck it, you know, it doesn't have to be it's a different dracula in this film than it is in chloe jow's dracula yeah. it's a different yeah, guy yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's fine um but i think the moment the main thing that this film really fucks up that a reboot could do well is the main character of van helsing that you could make really interesting mm. and they decided to make the most bland choices every time they could make a choice they just didn't make it <laughs> mm. yeah um, i think you just make a monster hunter and you know i don't think dracula needs to be the big bad i think no, it's like john Wayne, really. yeah. where it's just like he goes around and he fights he's fighting baba yaga he's fighting this yeah and that. exactly it's yeah. like monster of the the movie yeah monster yeah. of the movie um but yeah and you can also play with the the yeah, like more interesting character stuff of this character. Like, what's yeah. he like? How, how, does he get close to people, you know? Yeah, and get into some of the mythos of, like, how far extending is this monster, secret monster mm. society go? Like, it's like the Continental and John Wick. It's yeah, like, exactly. fun yeah. little mythos that doesn't really mean much, but you can go dense on the stuff that doesn't matter, but don't go dense on the plot, which we are trying to follow. Yeah, yeah. And, and go dense on the characters instead of going nothing yeah. on the characters. Exactly. Yeah. How are we supposed to care? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'll go next. I had not great feelings coming into the screening because I was like, I walked, <laughs> we walked out of this when I was a kid. So I was like, it's probably yeah. not good. And then the first 20 minutes happened and I was like, ah, I think I'm in for a good time. We're back. <laughs> we're we're cooking. We're so back. Uh, and then we overcooked. Yeah. Uh, we like we threw burnt. everything in the kitchen sink. <laughs> <laughs> and have a foul taste of my mouth. Yeah, oh, uh, um, yeah. I'm sorry. It's a biff. I thought it was gonna be good, but no. it just was not. It kept getting worse and worse. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. This yeah. is why Matt kept just taking tactical naps in the middle of the film <laughs> so that he could avoid it for a little while. Just have a little bit of a rest. All right. it's, yeah. it's time for me. Um, it is a bag Ooh. for my 11 year old self. Okay. And it is a biff. For me now. Oh, he hit us in the first half. Not gonna lie. Yeah. yeah. Um. Back in the day, I loved this, but I'm this sure, is I'm this sure. is a hot piece of trash. Um. <laughs> I think for me, back in the day, it was just vibes. But I cannot coast yeah, purely well, on vibes. You're, when then. you're a kid, it's really a, those indelible images. That, when you're like, a kid, it's the concepts yeah. that really yeah. the idea of it's a whole lot of monsters. Like a good and scene. Scene. Yeah. Wow, yeah. I've never seen that. It doesn't matter how good or bad it is. You can really, exactly. you know, that's you cool. Can just, but I, you can make up the rest of it with your with your imagination. Yeah, I think it's really valuable to recognize that the thing that I loved as a kid, like, was not 
like you'll love bad films yeah. and this is one like on rewatch it really highlighted there's good stretches that first 15 20 minutes is really mm. fun but like you need character to get you through yeah because it really falls apart I when you don't care still can't believe he doesn't reveal anything about himself it's just told to him yeah what the nothing. fuck he says nothing about himself he has no opinion how does he feel <laughs> about his amnesia how does he feel yeah. about monsters yeah. yeah like oh my god it's really like a nothing character <laughs> like then? you can make it up it's fiction <laughs> did the guy that directed it write it too yeah, yeah. oh he, need, like, he needed somebody to just have a look at that script well, the thing is the mummy the Brendan Fraser's character in, in The Mummy and his dynamic with Rachel Weisz, that's yeah. playful. Really good. Iconic. That's why people love those yeah, films. Yeah, people don't yeah. love it because they're like, The Mummy was so cool. They yeah. love it because they think Brendan Fraser and Rachel, Rachel Weisz are really really cool. Yeah. And cool. Yeah. 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 Oh, well. Oh, well. So, yeah, to be perfectly clear, it was a biff from me. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's going in the trash. <laughs> Into the trash with this one. Um, Bye. I love when Hugh lives up to his persona. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Another unsurprising turn from you, Jackman. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's some that I'm curious about. I, I want to see. I want to see if he impresses me. I'm sure he, yeah. I don't actually mind him as well. I think, you know, again, think we've got so many series plans yeah. in the future. Some lined oh, up. Oh, just you wait. Your bag head. Oh mm. man, we've got some great ones, yeah. and that's not even including the emergency landings or whatever we're going to call that. Yeah. Oh, it's jet bags. Jet bags. Yeah. Jet, bags. jet bags. I I'm saying jet bags emergency landing because it can descend at any point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's my subtitle. Great. Um, but uh, if you want a a little um, emergency dose of mixed bag, then you can follow us on mixed bag podcast or mixed bag pod on mm-hmm. Instagram, Facebook, and yeah, Twitter. Let us know what you want us to cover. Yeah. And you can Hop on in. Yeah. And email us at mixbagcontact at yes. gmail.com. Um, yeah, we're going to have some... We're going to have a guest next week. Yeah. Confirmed. Okay. Are we going to have more beasts? Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Who knows Something what spooky we're gonna is afoot. Yeah, this is yeah. a genuine horror Hello. movie. Um, hopefully it's not going to scare Cass too much. I know. Um, yeah, but we'll be all good. Um, but, but for, for now, now... That's a wrap. You like those flicks? Come get your fix in a podcast called Mixed Bag.